I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's a show that brings you all good things for both. A product to halves. With the three wise men of football. Tom Woods. Michael Carden Edwards. And the bitter toffee himself, Lee Collard. Welcome back to another episode of the Pod of Two Hours, the footballing podcast that brings you all good things football related and brought to you for our partners at the Sports Social Podcast Network. I go very fast today, I don't know why, I feel like I'm, I'm buzzing, I'm on energy because we are bringing to you episode 212 and on today's show we are going to be going, I hope I'm right in saying this, that we're going to be revisiting our team's worst signings and maybe a little bit of a modern day contemporary football and things that have been happening recently. And on that note, I'll bring in the boys that are always with me, Mr. Mikey Carden Edwards and Mr. Tom Woods. Mr. Woods, how are you doing? Chelsea beat Tottenham 4 1 on Monday. I am splendid. You, you did win 4 1, you know. We did. <laughs> the, we the, did. the result kind of doesn't really give justice to how the game really played out. <laughs> that though. was the, the, the most stressful experience of my life watching that game. Once it got to nine v eleven, um, there was no enjoyment at my end until we got to three one up. <laughs> it's like, um, and I feel this is probably what happened with the players as well. Uh, that the, the the burden and the pressure of expectations was uh, having them melt in front of of my eyes. I, but by the end of the game, I was literally on my knees in, in front of the TV just like praying that this fucking game would go our way because had they had they not won that football match it would have been the worst result of the season and probably the worst result in in kind of recent memory that I could think of just because there's no 
excuse for not winning a, a game against nine men. Um, was you actually physically on your knees? I, I was physically <laughs> into the game. I've got a great me. image in my head here. I, I, I think I said the words, it, this, that, that game fucked the life out of me to Mikey. Uh, that, that is generally where I got... It was, it was horrible. It was horrible. There was, I, <laughs> so I kick, turn it over to start watching and Spurs pretty much score immediately. I'm like, oh no. And they're like buzzing. Like Tottenham played some excellent football for 15 minutes. And uh, when they when they scored the second, I'm already eyeing up the PlayStation thinking it's all right, I'll just go play FIFA for the rest of the night. Um, and when they got disallowed, it's like, okay. Um, and then Chelsea find their way back into the game. Uh, Udoji then recklessly throws himself into a, a two-footed tackle. Somehow stays on the pitch after that tackle. Um, and then you got the Romero incident. I didn't necessarily think that was a red card. The little kind of uh, kick out. Um, I can't think who he kicked out at uh, now, but I didn't necessarily think that was a red card, but you're starting to feel like, oh, Jesus Christ, everything's going their way at the moment. And then you get the disallowed goal from Sterling and then you get the disallowed goal from Caicedo and then everything changed. Tottenham's luck completely ran out at that moment and for the rest of the game from that moment onwards, it all went Chelsea's way. Um, could, 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 could say that their luck ran out for, you know, the season almost like after this yeah. day, as in they've had so much luck, right? I, I think we've spoken about that. That we, we've watched Tottenham and them get their plaudits this season, and you know, deservedly so, given where they're placed in the table and how experts like ourselves had them positioned. I think eighth in the league this year, or somewhere around that position. You know, they've they've certainly overperformed from where where people expected. But you know, two extra time goals against Sheffield United. To, to win a football match um the, the liverpool game which uh <laughs> which a manager had a genuine gripe to complain about uh, a, a a var decision and we'll get to a manager that maybe had less of one uh in a bit but um yeah i i think their luck somewhat did run out on the night um you know when, when they went down to 10 men uh chelsea was certainly in the ascendancy i felt pretty confident that we'd win the game and Funny enough, when they went down to nine, I feel like our our, our potential sort of changed a bit. Because um, at that point, like I said, I, I I watching the players and they just looked like after about five minutes of playing against nine men on the halfway line, they were concerned that they had no idea how to play against it. Um, you know, it, it, we've seen a lot of plaudits for for Ange and his halfway line defending. It's with the way we play, men. mate. It's the way we play, isn't it, mate? Um, but um, <laughs> Chelsea... Bollocks, by the way. It, it, I completely agree because Chelsea have been absolute dog shit against teams that sit low block, right? And had he gone and sat low block and so, stood Son on the halfway line as a counter-attack, I think they would have probably got something from the game. Um, it was reckless. And ultimately as well, when they were down to 10 men, they were playing this halfway line game football, which is why Adoji ends up getting sent off because he's now kind of sprinting around throwing himself into tackles now you can say it's not an intelligent tackle he's a young player um, Sterling certainly got fortunate because he somewhat bumbled uh, the the three on two opportunity uh, admittedly that was because of Nick Jackson standing offside screaming for the football um, but I, I kind of think that Angie's tactics led themselves to get into nine men and then certainly led themselves to losing a game 4-1 Right, it's like people forgotten this. Like Chelsea ended up winning the game for one. I know that Tottenham had their moments. Um, the, the Eric Dyer free kick <laughs> when that when that went in, mate. Ah, oh, um, 
Was you on your knees, but with your face buried in the ground? I was just praying for offside at that point because I was like, I don't think there's enough time that I'm convinced Chelsea will score another goal here at Tuol. Um Unfortunately, obviously he was offside. Then Son had his chance as well at 2-1, um, which is a really, really good opportunity. So Chelsea really rode their luck. They were poor on the night. I, I don't think Chelsea were any good on the night. One of the most fortunate hat-tricks I think I've ever seen. So it's a funny one, isn't it? Yeah, I completely agree. Um, he, he was a, a 3 out of 10 performance to end up with a hat-trick, um, pulling out a whole host of celebrations, uh, which I just like... Uh, fair enough. He's, he's a young guy. Uh, he enjoyed the moment. Bless him. But, I mean, he, he, his night was summed up. He should have had four. And the fourth one goes about, you know, 60 rows into the st- into the stand. It's like a... It kind of sums him up as a player. He's There's moments where you watch him and you're like, he's he's got it, right? He's quick, strong. He's agile with the ball at his feet. And then it gets into the penalty area and it collapses. Um, he looks completely clueless. Um I don't know if it's going to work out with him. Uh, I'm, I'm not willing to give up on him because he's, like I said, he's young, he's raw. Uh, it's a new league. But yeah, as far as hat tricks go, it's, it's up there with Dirk Kout, right? Dirk Kout had the hat trick against Finks Manchester United, which <laughs> combined, what was it, about seven yards? It was something stupid like that way back when. But um, yeah, look, it was a good win in, in the sense that it was three points away at Tottenham. Um, it makes me feel happy, but I, I also can look objectively at the performance and go, Jesus Christ, we got Man City at the weekend. Mm, they might need seven or eight men. Yeah, right. No, that's, that's, that's our hope, is that City uh, go recklessly. Um, they, they can't play that badly and, and expect anything from, from the game um, against City, obviously. And obviously, while talking about Chelsea, just kind of quickly touch on... Um, Less positive news, which is Emma Hayes is is leaving the club at the end of the season. Um, she's off to take over the uh, the women's national team job in in the United States, which is a heck of a job to take. Um, she's been there since 2012. Uh, in terms of her her success, it's you know six WSLs and five FA Cups. It's an incredible uh, time that she's had there. Um, hopefully, you know, obviously as a Chelsea fan, it would be good if she can kind of complete the set and. and get some success on the continent um it's a difficult competition to win especially when you look at how good those spanish players are and they all happen to play for one club team (laughs) you know Mm. in barcelona that's a really significant juggernaut to be able to have to move out the way uh but it it sounds like she's moving there uh, for a better work-life balance i think she's got a young son and i think the daily grind of being a club manager and chelsea managers probably takes up too much of her time uh we're, we're taking on the national job uh gives her i guess more flexibility to to be a a mum as well as being a, a world-class manager so it was obviously disappointing for the club's perspective it's big shoes to fill um i'm sure the rest of the teams in the in the wsl are quite excited at the prospect given the stranglehold that chelsea have had over the competition over the last i think three seasons um you know, you kind of look at Arsenal and, and Manchester City and even Manchester United who will be looking at this as a good opportunity to try and break in and, and, and take that trophy from Chelsea. Should we bring our young companion into the into the fold here, Mr Mikey Carden-Edwards? Hello. 
Hello. Um, do you want to talk to us a little bit about Manchester United? I know you didn't have a great result last night. Well, I even said fucking hello, yeah. Woods have been sat there for 10 minutes I, doing look, a fucking intro. I, I, the I, guy I that wants it. to finish by 10 o'clock tonight. Well, that's why I thought, why waste time talking about this? I'm just going to get in and get out, right? I've done Chelsea. Next. <laughs> All right, I'll give you my very quick brief intro. Football is absolutely fucked. What more do you want from me? All right, it's completely fucked. We've got a shit system, right? That going forward is just going to create worse referees, and those worse referees are going to rely on a shitty fucking system. Okay, I, I, I just, I, mate, I've heard Roy Keane say this, and I think I've heard a few other people say this. That fucking Chelsea Spurs game, man, was just like, what is this? What the fuck is this? Like, for like, if you haven't got like, if you haven't got skin in the game, mate, this is fucking bullshit. Like, this isn't actually football, is it? It's just watching a load of wankers in some fucking van somewhere drawing lines with a fucking protractor on a fucking television. It's fucking bullshit, mate. I hate it. I hate all of it so much. It's fucking shit, mate. Right? Honestly, this VAR nonsense is absolute fucking bollocks. And I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of... We've gone from celebrating number 10s, yeah, delicious, elegant footballers with freedom in their hearts to fucking sat there talking about twats in a van with their fucking lines. What are we doing? Well, on the flip side to that, at least one of those guys was affected. You know, your nemesis, the guy that you probably dislike the most in the Premier League. Yeah, well, he's a prick, isn't he? And, like, he's been shown up now. He's been shown up for the fucking cretin that he is in terms of... I love the fact that he's, he's doubled down on, on a game and decisions. His club have come out and backed him on it because he came out after the game. And I'll, I'll be honest, I thought his comments were disgraceful. I don't think as a manager you can set this example. You can't... I hate VAR. I hate the whole... The standard of refereeing these days is dog shit. But as I've said, they rely on a shit system, which in turn creates shit referees. I don't think we've ever had a pool of referees worse in the Premier League than what we have right now. And to make it worse, they're relying on a dog shit system or interpreting the system badly. Even though I know I will say the system's shit. Fucking drawing lines. What is this? Like, they didn't use that at the fucking World Cup. So why the fuck are they Uh, using this? So I can talk to that. Tell me. So that's because Adidas own the technology. Well, great. Pay Adidas the fucking money and We've bring it over We've got Nike in. footballs. Who cares? That, no, generally, that's that's the issue. Oh, it's, God. Uh, so it's literally because of this it's, shit. It's what? literally the dumbest thing. The Puma dumbest. footballs take over from next year. Hopefully, they'll be able to work something out that we I can f- have the proper tech. I hope so. So we have a... Ter- we, like, I get it. It's awful, right? But go. I can talk about on a podcast that, you know, on, on, on here... And complain about it because I, I, I'm not bringing the game into disrepute, right? I'm not. I, like, what I say doesn't matter. What fucking Mikel Arteta says when he goes on television and basically says that um, the, the the system is against us, we're getting purposely screwed, and the entire refereeing fucking uh, system in this country is dog shit. And then his club comes out and backs him with it and, and supports him with it, and especially because then. The, what was it? The, uh, basically, the, the decisions that he's talking about, they were correct, right? They were correct. The only two bad decisions that happened in that game was fucking Kai Havertz, Havertz should have been sent off. And who is the other fellow that should have been sent off? Talk to it's me. Bruno Gimaraes. Bruno Gimaraes with the fucking the, the forearm shiver. Forearm shiver. Yeah? <laughs> exactly. Right. Th- those things, yeah, bad decisions. That's one apiece. The fucking goal was a goal, all right? Was a fucking goal. It should have stood. It did stand. So fuck you, Mikel Arteta. You backed the wrong horse here. And it's just, 
It's comedy is what it is. It's just a big pile of comedy because, and do you know what it does? It just shows up Arsenal as being, they can't handle the fucking heat. Yeah, they can't handle that pressure. Mikel Arteta came close last year and he can't, he doesn't know how to handle it. And they may have their little fucking dog called Win. They may draw those fucking weird hearts, those little characters on a whiteboard last year where it's, where it's all about love and courage and all this bollocks. He may have his little fucking, you know, stupid little things he gets out of the back of magazines to try and figure out how to make a nice little, you know, uh, dressing room culture. But no, right, the fucking heat is piling up on this guy he's creating this pressure he's creating this pressure the club have created this pressure he can't handle it how much money have you spent oh more than anyone else other than Chelsea <laughs> yeah <laughs> top top yeah. bowling yeah. yeah I think it's an interesting point I, I think it, it did show um, some pressure coming through on him because I, I kind of think in my head um, what would Pep do in that if he felt this way and, and Pep would do his classic kind of I cannot, uh, I cannot speak Right, I cannot speak. Oh, I said this. I said this two weeks ago on the show. Lack of class. Yeah. Lack of class from that club. Mm. It's, it's it's interesting because they are a club that, obviously, under Arsene Wenger for the longest time, they were that was the thing that they were. Right, they were viewed as a classy establishment, and I do think <laughs> they were viewed as a classy establishment in the uh, and in the first half of it revolutionizing the english game yeah fair enough yeah. on the second half of it yeah classy but very soft underbelly yeah yeah a bunch yes. of yeah. a bunch of fucking patheticness yeah <laughs> exactly that's what they were you know you need basically if you, if you if you crank up their heat they'll roll over and expose their bellies you to tickle that, that, that's what arsenal fucking football club are mate absolute with their clip art fucking badge yeah give over mate and i think that's part of what's going on here is that arteta is obviously trying to change that that culture that because he wants them to be a bit more of an asshole, and, and I, I can understand his frustration. I do think the words, the words that he used, are really poor. Um, especially when he said, "Okay," uh, the, and, and this is it. The interviewer asked, "Which which decision, you know, do, do you think?" And he wouldn't answer. And it screamed of someone that I was deflecting uh, from because his team didn't play well, right? Um, I, I, maybe that was happening but when when Arsenal statement came out the next day. That's like, well. They're doubling down on this. So this this is obviously not deflection tactics. This isn't he could have killed Van Persie by kicking the ball at him tactics. This is this is Arsenal <laughs> generally believe that there's a there's a vendetta oh, against them. Wronged. And I, I know we've they've been got wronged. Oh poor us. We've been wronged. I, I, I don't get me wrong, I, I, I know there have been some questionable uh decisions because I, I, I do remember some of them. Um but I, like Mikey, I I, Mate, I know we've been getting United. screwed on the fucking regular for a long time now, okay? Ever since Klopp came out last season and said, or whenever it was, oh, United get everything. We didn't get anything for six months after that. Then the fucking start of this season, first game, fucking Wolves. <laughs> Onana assaults some dude in the area. Yeah, I agree. It should have been a penalty. He should have been sent off, probably. And since then, fucking nothing. Every week we're getting screwed over, man. Every fucking week. And I'm sat here listening to Arsenal fans cry about it. And it's like... Hello, like, like, what are you talking about? And the funny thing with the United fan base at the moment is, it's just like, look, just be careful. Don't you don't want to become an Arsenal? Like, don't like the like we've like people are viewing the Arsenal fan hysteria over all this as just embarrassing. And like, there, I've seen so many comments between United fans where it's like, like, don't go full Arsenal, mate. It's not worth it. <laughs> I mean, because it's just like they've become a parody. It's ridiculous. That's Arsenal yeah. fans for you, though, right? 
I mean, yeah. the, the club have literally just stoked it and they've just run with it. Yeah. It's surprising that the statement came out, but mm. I, it's I small wonder time. if Mc, so Mikel spoke time. to them and, and pressured them to put that out. Because I, I don't understand it. Because when Liverpool did it, there was a genuine gripe, right? Because it was a legitimate goal. The referees had made the decision it was a goal and then they communicated it yeah. awfully. And then that and that genuinely impacted the game completely, right? Um, and I, I am still very much enjoying a journalist asking Jurgen Klopp whether <laughs> whether games should be replayed or not because of, that, that that and that's been worth it for me. I'll I'll take the 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 decision because I get to see Jurgen Klopp get more and more angry every week when he's asked the same question every single. It's wonderful, wonderful. But the the, the, the crazy thing as well, kind of, Micah, going back to your point about official standards, it's it's, it's also in the the VR booth, right? I remember when you no, played no, 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 Van, not Booth. Van. I, I enjoy the fact van, it's now a Van. Sorry, van yeah. <laughs> I, I remember you played Brighton earlier this season, right? And at 1-0 down, Hoyland scores. His first goal at Old Trafford, big moment for him in the league. Um, and it was ruled out because the ball went out of play. Very similar to what we saw at the weekend. There was no conclusive evidence to say that ball was out of play, right? Nope. So, so how has VAR made that decision in the United game because clearly that's the wrong decision because I, I agree if you can't correctly determine something like um, I think the offside they couldn't necessarily draw the lines correctly for the, the Gordon goal at the weekend <laughs> the, car, the protractor can't... was broken was it right but Fuck like if me. you can't guarantee what you're looking at because that's a black and white right when you're talking about offsides or ball out of play it's a black and white thing if you can't make that determination and it's like clear we can see grass between the ball and, and the and, and the line, and and that kind of goes to your point. Like you know, I have been getting stiff this season. I, I and as a Chelsea fan, I've I've witnessed it. I've I've watched enough of Manchester United to be like Jesus Christ. There's there's an awful lot of bad decisions going against them. I even thought the the goal at the weekend against Fulham was um, questionably ruled out. Let's say. Um, I, I, I didn't I, actually have much of an issue with that one, if I'm honest. I can understand again. I, can understand I, I, I thought it was probably rightfully disallowed, but but I, but, but, the, but the thing is, I look at it and then I go, and I don't understand it's then the Champions League, right? But like, Kevin Hagen scored a goal where a man's standing in front of the goalkeeper offside, and it's like, well, hang on a minute, <laughs> like he that guy is offside and he's interfering with play, isn't he? Like, what's going on here? I, yeah, I, the just... offside interfering with play rule is a funny one to me. Look, I just, I just, like, I just, I know, I know the thing is, like, I know I keep hearing Gary Neville say, well, we're never going to get rid of VAR. I get it, right? I, I understand it. We've put all our eggs in this shitty basket, and now, unfortunately, we've got to have horrible omelettes for the rest of our lives. Now, the thing is, the, the, the issue I have is, and we've talked about it enough on this, on this program, and I'll be very quick before we go into the next segment, but, like, I just, as much as I pine for yesteryear of football, right, as much as I, 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 I long for the romance of football again, okay? One thing that has genuinely given me joy, right? A little bit it's Spanish football, a little bit, right? Real Betis have rocked up. They signed Isco, yeah? Isco has had eight men of the matches in 11 games. Man has been absolutely fucking... He's been amazing. And he's just doing it as, like, literally your, your, your wonderful floaty number 10 man. And it's been glorious to watch because you don't really get that anymore. But little, little, I get little nuggets of, of, of glorious football. The big thing that I'm missing here isn't even from yesteryear. It's just the ability to celebrate a fucking goal. Uh, I have, when's the last time you boys celebrated no. a goal? Because I don't anymore. No. It goes in and I go, oh. I'll wait. Let's mm. wait. I just go, oh. The, the fucking, so I watched the, uh, the Man United Fulham game. And, well, I had it on and I was like, and as I, as I, I brought my laptop into the kitchen because I was getting about to eat something. And as I was sat there, 
I saw what happened. I saw Palestri close a man down. I was like, okay. And then it kind of went to Bruno. He put it in. And I just kind of stood there. And just looked at it. And Saloop was like, oh, I've scored. And I was like, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's a 93rd minute fucking winner. And I'm just sat yeah. there going, wait. Somewhere up. This ain't, ain't going to count. Some, somewhere there's going to be some kind of encroachment, you see. Watch. You know, and it's like, and it's like, ah, that's football. That's fun, isn't it? What a, what a joy that is to watch it's, football it's now. It's very difficult, right? And, and, and I think Fucking that we, we risk dragging this into a, 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 a complete podcast talking about um, the standard of officiating and, and where we're going with it because you've got two things here, right? You can either have what should be the right decision, right? <laughs> the, the, the should be is the important thing. I think the Tottenham-Chelsea game, those decisions were correct. And that's, I think, went to the independent panel this week who also confirmed that the, uh, the Gordon goal of the weekend was given uh-huh. correctly. Uh, um, independent panel, by the way, not uh, the PGMOL, uh, so not related to the who reference. I've never heard of until the other week. By the way, like, <laughs> what the like fuck's it. that? And now they're fucking everywhere. That's all. Yeah, you um, or, or you can kind of let the game flow and accept, as we had done for the entire history of football up until about three years ago, that refs make mistakes because they're human, and that's okay, right? It, you'll get emotional about it because, of course, you're emotionally invested in it. But it's okay because that's part of the game. You have to accept it. Now we've gone too far because I, I don't think you can, like like you said, Neville said, and as you said, like you can't take it back now because whenever a bad decision is made, they're going to well, if you have VAR. But the thing is, what we're seeing at times as well, where if, even if when we do have VAR, they make the wrong decision, then what are we doing? Every, but the dude, game it's, doesn't it's, flow. It's every weekend, man. Every weekend is like, oh, there's another fucking incident. Oh, there's another incident. Oh, there's another one and another one and another one. It's just, it's got to the point now where it's not like, again, the whole purpose of football is to watch some dudes kick a fucking football around and score goals, right? And it's now, it's not that anymore. It's just the fucking, the nonsense and the circus around everything that's creating all the headlines. And it's just, yeah. I find it exhausting. Let's go well, to the next thing. What do you want to talk kind about? Of like, this kind of briefly, because that game kicked off at eight o'clock, right, on Monday night. There was 21 minutes of delays. <laughs> People had to leave the game to get a train because it was running late. Uh, like, this is how stupid it is. I... I, I I don't care about fucking players that are a, a, a bollock offside. Do you right. know what I mean? Like, I don't fucking care about it, right? That kind of stuff is like, that's not what, I'm pretty sure this is not the purpose of this shit, right? I thought it would, like, I just assumed, like with the Bruno Guimaraes one, right? It's like, yeah. ah, that, that's perfect. That's exactly yeah. the kind of thing that VR... That guy like, has given given from over there and <laughs> clocked him in the back of the head. Like, that's probably a red card. That's probably the kind of thing that like, it would help a ref out. He ain't got yeah. eyes in the back of his head. You know, there you go. All right, that's good. Oh, you know, referee, uh, we've spotted something here. Uh, you know, probably want to go and have a look at this on the old, on the old camera. That for me is like a decent application of VAR, right? Oh yeah, we've got some, got some extra eyes on it to give you a hand, bruv. Not just fucking refereeing the game from some fucking burger van. Like what? I don't. I, don't, I just don't get it, man. And then and the thing is, what the last thing I say in it. I know I've tried to move on several times, but I keep talking about it. The thing that's really almost even more grinding my gears at the moment is the fucking cunts they have on fucking foot on 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 Sky and and TNT, which, which are ex referees. Ah. Because they literally just rock up. No, I agree. It's the right decision. Every fucking time. And it's like, why are you here if you're just going to agree with all your old mates? It's fucking bullshit. (laughs) No, you're right. Because it's interesting as well. No one cares about some... That fucking... Oh, mate, that, it's that, Mike Dean, that? isn't it? Because Mike Dean has been oh, born. Is it Sky yeah. or TNT? It's, it's one Sky. Of them. 
this guy. And the thing is, then they talk to the, the, the people that used to play the game and they go, I don't agree. And it's like, can you see the problem here? <laughs> that, the, <laughs> that the people that, that play the game, that they probably have a better handle on what kind of constitutes a foul kind of... The guy over there that's meant to be kind of a referee and like he doesn't really know what's going on. And, you know, we, we, we know too much about these referees now. And if you know a referee's name and you dread them officiating your game, that tells you all you need to know about the official, right? Mm. Um, Mark mm. Halsey was on the uh, podcast with Neville, I think, today I've listened to. And he was saying that the referees now, uh, they don't referee this kind of the game in the flow like they used to. They're so aware that everything they're watching is being scrutinised by a camera with VAR. Um, and it's almost like, I guess some of them will use it as, well, I'll let VAR help me out here. I'll let VAR help me out. Instead of just refereeing the fucking game. Um, and I think that's a problem that we've got. Ah, uh, shit. Shit. That's my final thought. It's just shit. Should we move on? Yes. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Who, who's introducing the next segment? The big one. The juicy one. The big kahuna burger. The big kahuna burger. So this is a... Uh, we're going to... Well, we talk about going down memory lane. Um, pretty much, I'm assuming we've all had to do this right. Revisiting yeah. some of uh, the... Re- no, no, not me, mate. I I just had the last kind of five years to look at, if I'm honest. It's been quite easy. Well, to be fair, likewise as well. Uh, I'll, I'll introduce it, right? So basically... The worst transfers of all time. Yeah, there's many of them. Yeah, and as we we were going to do a team of the worst eleven transfers of all time, uh, then we realised that actually Man United, Chelsea, and maybe Everton actually are quite. We contribute to the vast majority of them. So we figured I would do my Man United worst transfer team of all time. Woods would do his for Chelsea. Lee would do his for Everton. We play four three fucking three and we'll we'll agree on who is the worst player in each position or the worst transfer in each position out of all of our three teams bingo bango bongo there we go um that's quite good uh lee do you want to go for it or shall i go for it or should woods go for it what do you want to do we're going to go position by position we're going to go position by position um so i suppose the first one is the legal keeper i kind of feel that uh that there's a clear option here between our three teams (laughs) Uh, look, I do think that there is one winner here. There's only one winner here, and there should only be one winner here. Um, who is I'm yours? Interest- who- yeah, I'm interested who- to hear what you guys have got. So for, for Everton, I've gone Richard Wright. Okay. So you, if you think uh, about it, I mean, we had a period between sort of like the, the after Neville Savile, so we're going what late '90s, and then kind of going through to the mid 2000s. We did have a, a, a range of dross of keepers, basically. And then we kind of started to settle down. And I think we had Tim Howard for a long period of time. That's right, and then yeah. we moved back into sort of relatively good times. Um, but yeah, Richard Wright, I think, kick-started right in and around. We had like a Paul Gerrard, uh, a Steve Simonson, a Thomas Myra, and a Richard Wright. And I picked Richard Wright purely on the fact that he cost the most money out of all of them, uh, four and a half million. And just, I don't know if you're aware of Richard Wright, but he's, he had some comical injuries 
as well, which is why he kind of really sort of cemented himself in terms of number one position for me. If Didn't you... he pull a hamstring or something, like kicking a ball or something? Like he did something not. He did something stupid. I remember something stupid, mate. He's done it. So he he was putting his suitcases away in the loft and fell down and hit. He broke <laughs> broke broke his shoulder or something along those lines. But the worst one was um. So he he lost his place to Nigel Martin, um, an old veteran Nigel Martin, by the way, like a thirty-seven-year-old Nigel Martin. Um, but Nigel Martin was injured, so in comes. Richard Wright, and he's doing the warm-up. This is at Chelsea, by the way, Woods. Um, and there's literally a sign on the pitch that says, you know, do not train or, you know, do just don't train in the goalkeeping area. And what does he do? He goes there and trips over and, like, busts his ankle, like, completely to sliverins. And it's just, yeah. Um, and, yeah it, so he's thick. Yeah, he's thick. He, he looks a bit thick as well, if you look at him. Um, a bit formless. Um I think Arsenal passed the buck after signing him, and he he stayed there for one year, but didn't um, couldn't sort of dislodge uh, an old aging David Seaman, um, and then he came to Everton and on his debut he made a mistake, um, kind of actually had a relatively okay first season, and then just from there on he was just shit, shit and injured all the time. Um, I would say mine. It's uh, I have to go though, Nana, at this point because uh, we've, spent fi- we've spent fifty million euros on him. I've gone in euros, by the way. So I, I, I thought there one. was going to be an obvious one for Man United. I didn't. No, because no, 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 because no, you're going to tell me, oh, it's Tybee. Why he cost us like a couple of quid and played like ten games? He 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 conceded one goal comically, right? No, 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 like. We pay Onana 120 grand a week and we paid 50 million euros for him. And he's been fucking... He's, he's, right, I saw someone describe him. It looks like he's handling fine china all the time. <laughs> right? Because his, his, his arms are just like, oh, and they're... they're it's all like, like, what are you doing? The man can't save a shot. And he's meant to be this ball-playing goalkeeper. <laughs> oh, mate. I said at the time he's going to be either a box office smash or a box office hit. So far, not so good, yeah? Um, I had to go with him because at least with Big Dave, I think he won a league once. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think um, he did. And the other one's like, the money paid for them and, and you know, it, it, it doesn't really say anything, you know? I loved Bartes. He was a maverick. So, oh, yeah. I, I, I would not be having Bartes. No, I wouldn't exactly. But the thing is, Goalkeepers didn't really come into it for me because I know who's winning, and that's that's, that's Woods' yeah, yeah, yeah. selection. Uh, here, Chelsea Chelsea had to replace um, Thibaut Courtois and decided to spend seventy two million pounds on Kepper Riva Balaga, um, <laughs> and they haven't been a serious team ever since. Um, and I, I, I kind of feel those things connected. Chelsea have only won one thing of significance since Kepper turned up, and that was the European Cup in 2021. And that's because we had a different goalkeeper in goal at that point. Seventy-two <laughs> um, two million is, is that's still a world record for a goalkeeper, and that will probably stand for a minute still as well. Um, I, I don't envision there being any other goalkeepers that are likely to move for that sort of fee um his contract i think was seven years obviously because oh, of the Christ. amortization he's he's now somehow playing for real madrid um he's doing all right as well by all accounts yeah yeah look spain right it's spain it's fine La Liga apparently tax, he, yeah. He, yeah yeah there's a tax everywhere he'll he'll move <laughs> He might move for seventeen million pounds, and that would be basically robbing Real Madrid blind. Um, 
yeah, it's, it, it, he is just the obvious choice from this list. He wins. He, I think he wins. Yes, I think he wins. Um, uh, speaking of Woods, give us a give us a right back. I I I kind of had two in mind here. Um, uh, one of them was Joseph Basingwa. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. Um, I remember him being more so, shit at QPR though for some reason. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's because he yeah. he phoned it in big time. He got the contract and couldn't be fucked but to be. As there. did everyone in that QPR <laughs> everyone team. Everyone they signed. Uh, but Basingwa. Who, who kind was of that got... massive centre half they got from Samba. Blackburn? Samba. That's the yeah. one. <laughs> But they spent Chelsea spent sixteen point three million pounds on on Bussingwood to come in from Porto. Um, he never really looked convincing. Um, however, he did play in a European Cup final, which he did win in in twenty twelve. Which is why I've gone with Zappa Costa, who this is incredible. He cost twenty eight million euros. What? What? <laughs> twenty eight million euros. <laughs> I always remember my father-in-law described him as he does. You know when kind of he just kept going. He doesn't look like a footballer, and he's right. You just look at him and go. He doesn't look like a footballer. He's like kind of this long, lean, slightly balding chap from Italy. Never heard of before that transfer window. It was a last-minute buy under Antonio Conte. He played fifty-two games in four years before going on loan. Complete garbage, mate. Awful. 28 million euros. Wow, I, think, I think you've already got to win it here unless Mikey's coming. Yeah, so. I think I'm so going to put well. a little disclaimer out there. I mean, some of mine, are, I've actually put a couple of freebies in it. Um, just cause, but they were still bad. They were, that's just that bad a signing for me. That was, just fine. Okay. Um, Mikey, where are you going for right back? I, I was torn between two. Uh, I had uh, Diogo Dalot, for one, because he's shit, and he cost us 22 million and he's still here five years later for some for some reason. He's earning eighty five grand a week for a man that can't defend whatsoever. And it's just he gets a lot of defenders for some reason. And I think he's shit. I just I just I just don't get it with him at all. Um, AC Milan could have bought him for ten million or something when they had him on loan, and they didn't because yeah. he wasn't good enough for Italy. Yeah. Speaking of Italy, my other guy that I had was old Matteo Damian. Because um, oh. uh, and then, uh, I always remember his first couple of games. Like, hello, this guy. Look at this guy. He's, a, he's only twelve million or something, and he's come in dark arts. Yeah, that Syria dark arts of defending. It's what we need. It's what we need. We need. We need. We need a proper defender. Yeah, a proper defender. And um, yeah, he, he was. He was a powder puff. Is what he was. Uh, and he grew some. He he grew some bizarre sideburns whilst he was playing for us. As well. So Italian. That was just. It was so amazing. But I can never give, I can never give an Italian like a bad. I love, I love Italians, right? I yeah. just love them, all right? So I couldn't do it. I know you've got Zabacosta, that's probably going to win, but I just can't do it. <laughs> um, I was going to fit, I did, I almost had Wambasaka because he was 50 million squids, but I like Wambasaka still. I feel like, I do still feel like if we were up against Paris Saint Germain, I'm happy with him up against Mbappe one on one, you know what I mean? I feel yeah. like man can defend still. Um, so yeah, I I think Dalot because I just don't like him. That, that's my thing. Okay, um, for for myself, I was torn between two. So I had um, I had to really go back to uh, down memory lane for this one because if you think about Everton, we've obviously we've had Tony Hibbert and Seamus Coleman pretty much locked down right back for for good lockdown fullbacks <laughs> for a long time now. But um, 
So there was a geezer called Mark Hottiger. Hottiger. Yeah. Uh, so this guy, I mean, if you'd want to talk about a guy that doesn't look like a footballer or a guy that should be long, uh, belongs in the Sunday league, it's this guy. Um, we signed him for 700 grand and we sold him for 25 grand like a season or two later. Um, and he was awful. But he did actually score a goal for us, um, which uh, whilst I was doing my research, I got the glorious uh, YouTube up of uh, him scoring his only goal in a 3-0 win, which Daniel Amakachi and Kinchelska scored. So I enjoyed that. Wow. But um, yeah, I mean, nice. by, by all accounts, um, I mean, obviously, I, I don't really remember him too well. Was he part of the 95 cup winning team? No. 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 But interestingly, one of my, my left back will be. Um, oh, but I think I'm going to plump for Cuckoo Martina, who was a freebie. I think one of uh, Ronald Koeman's signings from uh, he brought with him from Southampton. I, I think, in defence of Martina, he I mean he was shit, shit. But then they put him at left back, and he was yeah, even worse. And it's like, do not put a really really shit right back at left back for a whole season as cover for for Leighton Baines. And I had the privilege of watching him. Um, I went to see Everton Watford at Watford so away and oh my god I've never seen like it was almost like the 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 fans and the people around me it was like we just we all knew how shit he was and we kind of felt sorry for him that he was put in that position but at the same time like you could you could just right he's just gonna he's just gonna play it inside you because you've just you've just gone wandering. It's like you almost shouted come back, come back because he, he he was just gone. He was just clueless. Um so yeah my I think I'll go with Cuckoo Martina. But I think there is one winner here. It's, it's Napa cost. I mean, the fact that I've learned that it costs twenty-eight million, million euros. Yeah, that, that's, that's the key for me. Like fucking hell, how much was it? Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight million oh, euros. Christ. Um, uh, so, what was Kepa euros or pounds? That was pounds, I believe. I think what was in? I, I mean, I'm a euros man. What have we got in euros here? Uh, we can work that later. Um, all right, left backs. I, I'll go first here. Um, so. So I don't like Luke Shaw, right? And I think he's quite shit, okay? And Shawberto. It irritates me because he cost a lot of money. He cost 36, 37 million euros at the time. And he's been here forever. And I can count on one hand how many good games he's had for us. Like, well, really like, wow, that's a bloody good game. I don't know what he does is what my, my main thing would be. I don't really know what he does. And he's he's often injured quite a lot. He's injured at the moment. And... I just I, I struggle with Luke Shaw because I just don't think he's very good at at, at, at really anything. I, I've um, been saying this for a long time, and you know we had yeah, the whole Euro um, Shawberto thing, and I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I just don't I just don't really get it. And um, however, <gasps> I I have not gone for Luke Shaw. <gasps> I've gone for Gabriel Heinzer. Okay. All right. Even though Ooh. he won a league with us. And he was named our player of the year for one, uh, one season. <laughs> and he was captain for a couple of games as well. Uh, he, d- he demanded a move to Liverpool. So fuck you, mate. I'm not having it, right? <laughs> like, you can't... Don't sit there and ask Alex Ferguson. Or, uh, demand Alex Ferguson sell you to Liverpool. What are you doing, mate? What, what was the story there? Like, um, he lost his first team place. And he became a bit, dis- bit disillusioned. Yeah, and then demanded to move to Liverpool I'm guessing his agent must have been like Liverpool or interested and he was like I'd like that's mad that is actually mad that he was like I'd like to go to Liverpool please Sir yeah. Alex but we um, we bought him for 6.9 million and they offered 6.8 apparently and, and Ferguson was like nope yeah don't uh, think so wouldn't sell them a virus 
Yeah, it's, exactly. it all comes to um, mind. So, yeah, G- Gabriel Einstein was a massive fan favourite at Old Trafford. Yeah. Like, I fucking loved him. I loved that guy. And for him to demand a move to Liverpool, mate, go fuck yourself. That was just like, I fucking hate you now. I hate you. What a betrayal that is. Nah. Okay. Woods, you're going to come out with some absolute incredible one here. Because so, so, Chelsea have signed so many players. <laughs> Man, Man United have had the benefit. We had fucking Gary Neville on the right thing for ages. Evera for ages. We had, we had a lot of players for ages. You know what I mean? Dennis Irwin. And you have, Dennis Irwin, exactly. You've had, you've had comedy yeah. just constantly. I mean, a lot of these all fall into a very particular era, though. Um, a lot of um, people would say uh, Asier Del Horno. But I never really thought he was that bad. I, I think people kind of remember him hatcheting Messi in Europe and getting sent off for it, and that that cost us the game. But I've gone with uh, Baba Raman uh, because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they paid fourteen million pounds for this guy, and he's, he he <laughs> he he played a total of fifteen games for Chelsea and seven loans. Before finally being allowed to leave on a free this summer. Um, this, this summer? This summer. Finally, finally <laughs> was allowed to... They, they just finally allowed him to leave. Um, he, Where, he was, where's he now? Where's he gone? Uh, I don't know if he went back to Germany or if he's in Turkey. He spent a lot of time going back. So we bought him from um, Augsburg um, in Germany. And I think he was one of those kind of like, oh, okay, we need, we need a, an upgrade at that position at left back. He's supposedly athletic gifted turned up and Jose was like absolutely fucking not um and then he spent the next two years um on on loan at uh Schalke I believe and then bounced around at other clubs uh, but he now plays for Pauk you know P-A-O-K, P-A-O-K, P-A-O-K that, that Greece. in Greece so. thank you Lee no yeah Baba Raman okay um uh, Who are we saying here then? Uh, hang on, I've got my left back. Oh, Lee, oh, sorry, I apologise. No, I, I, I think I should be winning in this one, right? <gasps> okay, so I want to so say, can you, can you remember a guy called David Burrows? You might <laughs> yeah. remember him more for Coventry City than maybe yes, Everton. Right, yeah. However, this guy, right, first of all, Google him. L- listeners right now, just Google this guy, right? If you want to look at the, the guy that's like the epitome of a, I'm going to say it, a cunt, it's this guy here, right, for starters, right? In terms of why it's probably one of our worst transfers is the fact that we had Tony Cotty, who was our pretty much our, our, goal, our goal scorer in sort of for that era. So I think it was like 93, 94. <laughs> we, sold, we, 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 we gave West Ham Tony Cotty and we gave 500 grand for this guy, right? He was fucking shit. Um, he also is ex-Liverpool. And if you want to do a little bit further Googling with him, just... Put, put his name in and then put something like Nazi afterwards and you'll see that he went to a Christmas party dressed as, as Adolf Hitler. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so He wins. He, he, he had a questionable disciplinary record. He looks like you know a guy that would have a questionable disciplinary record. He just looks like an absolute prick. Uh, and the fact that we <laughs> gave up our best striker and 500 grand for this guy... Um, yeah. Why? Thank Mike, Mike Walker, apparently. So our worst manager of all time. And I think I'd probably trump that if we were doing managers as well for this. Um, but yeah, cheers, cheers, Mike Walker. But he actually played, I think, the third and fourth round of that FA Cup run in 95. I think wow. he came in at 94. And then he, he was shipped out within a season. But yeah. That's, uh, yeah, I... I... 
I, I will. <laughs> so, so you get, he gave West Ham Tony Cotty, who was obviously a prolific goal scorer for, for Everton, and half a mil for a shit a guy, a, a terrible left back who also thought it was appropriate to dress as a Nazi. Yes. And also, man played for Liverpool. Yes. This is and insane. He's got, and, he's got, and he's got that face. And he's got that face. That face. Yeah, I mean, wow. it's him. It's yeah, David it's him. Burrows. It's, it's Sorry, David Sam. Burrows. Yeah, in you go. How much did he cost? Oh, yeah, you just said five hundred. And Tony Cotty. And Tony, and, and Tony, Tony Cotty. Yeah, <laughs> priceless. <laughs> but yeah, basically. <laughs> Fucking hell, that's a dreadful deal, man. Fuck me. That was, sorry, that was Mike Walker that... That, that sanctioned that deal. God. Because wow. the thing is, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know if you remember Mike Walker. I remember him as Norwich's manager before he went there. And he obviously yeah. had a really good record at Norwich. And it was quite kind of, a, I guess, a coup at the time that he went to Everton, step up, and it, I remember it going dreadfully, like really badly at Everton. I think his record, don't quote me like exactly, but I think he had like six wins in 35 games or something along those lines. So like the fact that he was afforded that amount of time. Quite, yeah. quite poor. Quite poor, yes. Um, mm. So yeah. That was, that was mine. Yeah, so it's David Burrows. He's in. There's no question about that, I don't think. Um, sticking with you, Lee, give me a centre-half. Um, I'll go with my first one, uh, Pear Cooldrop. Um, now, you <laughs> might be struggling to remember this guy. Me, um, I think this was pretty much when I was at uni, so we're probably talking around 2000, mid-2000s that we signed this guy. Five million from Udinese. Um did, didn't 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 feature for for several months, and it was like, where is this guy? And he ended up getting the nickname uh, Cough Drop, Pear Cough Drop, because it was allegedly that he was always injured. But I don't think that's the case. And if you allow me, I'm going to bring up a quote here from Leon Osman's autobiography. Yes, he does have an autobiography. Um, On his very first day of training, the gaffer took him to one side and started doing head in practice with him, like you would with a seven-year-old. It was a case of holding the ball and saying, "Are you ready? One, two, three, jump." Honestly, it was incredible. I don't know what happened, but he obviously realised that the heading wasn't Pear's strong point. Five million for a centre half who can't head the ball. You can't be as a talented. You can be as talented as you like, but in the Premier League, you've got to be able to head the ball at least. Pear didn't seem to be able to head it or want to head it, which was incredible for a centre half. He started one game and played one game only, and that was away to Villa and Boxing Day, and we lost 4-0. He was up against Big John Carew, who just annihilated him. <laughs> and then he was then shipped off in the January window. So basically, we paid five million, he played one game, he was fucking awful, and off he went. And five million for us back in those days was quite a lot of money as well. It's quite a old cough drop. Wow. Um, okay, okay. I like it, I like it. Um... I'll go. I'll go next. I'll go next. Um, just a quick one. I did forget to mention Alexander Butner as well. Uh, uh, Butner. Um, I wonder. I, but he's got a winners' medal, right? He's got one more league winners' medal than Stephen Gerrard. Yeah. This is. That's why. Yeah. He, he, like he can't be. He was the guy that sprung to mind for me. Yeah. What did Fergie call? Fergie call him one of the most exciting left back prospects in Europe or something? Yeah. Wow. Um. I look. It's obvious here. Harry Maguire. Um. Eighty. <laughs> 87 million euros for, for Harrens, Harrens Maguire, a man who earns £189,000 a week. And uh, it's Harry Maguire. Um, it's Harry Maguire. We Is bought that him. still the world record for a defender? Uh, who would have beaten it? I think Gavardio got close. I think Gavardio got went over, didn't he? I, I know it was going to be I close. I thought Gavardio was them. like 90 
I might be wrong about that. I know they. I think Man City paid a fuckload for that guy, and it's they not did. obviously reported because no one cares about Man City. Um, yeah. But no, with Harry Maguire, look, we we the fact that you'd pay that much money for a man that can't turn and can't run is f- unfathomable to me. Like he is David Wheater, <laughs> but with with a posh accent, and it's like, what have we done here? Uh, that that's what he is, and it's um. Yeah, he's uh, he he is a walking meme factory, and I don't don't. Th- th- he's currently going through some absolutely bizarre renaissance here, where um, where he's he's getting all these plaudits for, and it's like, oh, the last twelve games he's played with. Like, no, 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 no. Pundits have jumped on that, that as well. The, the the last many games he's played for us, we've been in fucking dead rubber games or nothing games, or where he's come on uh, after the games won or what have you. Um, have you seen how many goals we've conceded this season with him shoring up things at the back? Have you seen? We've conceded four against Copenhagen last night. last night. Like, we're literally conceding multiple goals a game. And he's, and he's there. He's, he's fucking awful, right? He's shit, okay? And not only is he shit, he's a world record shit, okay? <laughs> there, there can be no... He is one of the, one of the two here. I cannot accept any other uh, than him... If he, do you know what I mean? Like it has to be one of the two. Um, Woods, you've spent your money on defenders recently. Go on, give me one of yours. I, 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 I'm Denard. One of them's. I'll, I'll, I'll save my second one for later because he was definitely going to go in. Better not um, be but, Michael Dewberry. What a guy. They were not the dupes. No, he's fine. Um, there, there's a couple. Uh, Tal Benheim. Uh, don't know if you guys remember. <laughs> He got he got cooked at Anfield by Fernando Torres, um, and then was rarely seen after. Uh, Lurch, right? He looked. He looked like a... <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gillo Gillo Bodji. No one will remember him playing for Chelsea because he didn't. Um, however, we made profit on him because we sold him to Sunderland, and Sunderland bought him for more than what we purchased him. So he would have been because he, he he kind of epitomised it. There was just I think he came in the same window as Baba Raman, right? The, what a fucking window that is, by the way. Um, however, it's not him. I have gone with uh, Kaladu Kulibali because. Um, he cost thirty-three million pounds at the age of thirty-one, and after what the best part of a decade of us, everyone just being like world-class centre half, I'm in an R, and when's he going to come to the Premier League? Chelsea finally were the club that panicked into bringing him in because they'd lost Antonio Rudiger for for nothing. Um, gave him a, I think a a, a four or five-year, three hundred thousand pounds a week contract. Again, reminding people he was 31 years old. The, the bag. <laughs> he, he secured the bag, turned up, um, and obviously struggled, let's say, with the pace of, of the Premier League. Um, he proceeded to basically be the most front foot defender you could imagine because he was throwing himself into every tackle. Uh, and once I think players were wise enough to be informed of that or recognise that, they'd just wait for him to jump in and just walk past him. Um it, it, it's more the contract when you kind of think it. Thirty-five million pounds for for what was presumed a world-class enough, not bad. But given his age and his contract, it was um, it was an albatross, right? It was going to be a, an awful thing for the club to have to carry going forward. Which is why they're pretty fortunate that the PIF created the Saudi Pro League or whatever it is, and him being one of the the prize uh, players for them to come and pick up and give us £20 million for the the, the privilege um, has somewhat saved us from a burden and a half uh, with him. 
See, I feel like because you got rid of him, mm. I feel like, do you know what I mean? And you did well to get them off your books, right? Like, it was a bad transfer, but it's not a, it's not a lingering transfer. You know what I mean? Yeah. I um, Look, I, I, can't, I can't look beyond Harry Maguire because he... It's Harry, like, Harry Maguire has one spot, okay? He's now the poster to, boy, right? He's the poster boy for this entire fucking game we're playing. Um, <laughs> I will, I'll give you my other one. You'll give us the other ones and then we'll decide on who, who should be the Harry Maguire's partner in crime, yeah? Yes. The other one I have is Eric Bailey. Bailey, I never heard Bailey. All right, yeah. Um, okay. Thirty-eight million euros um, for 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 Mad Eric. I I liked Eric Bailey because he was fucking crackers. I liked him a lot. He was just a but because he was crackers, that also meant he was fucking shit. And um, he he somehow played in in one two three four five six in seven years for us. In s- he he was at our club for seven years. What the fuck? He played seventy games for us. Perma crocked, mate. That's all I think about Eric Bay. And when he wasn't crocked, he was fucking mental, like absolutely mental. Didn't you buy him from Villarreal after he played like a handful of games for that price yeah, as well? It wasn't the most fucking. It was, and it was like one of those Mourinho signings. You know what I mean? Where you're like, do have you heard of this player before? Like, and it's just. He turned up and he was just crackers. Um, I nearly said Marcus Rojo, but uh, he was good value because he was amusing. Uh, many that they hit that run where he should have been sent off like five games in a row and got away with it every time. He was always what Marcus Rojo was always good for the the random thirty five yard shot for for no reason and the and the random two footed lunge. Yeah, L- loved oh, yeah, yeah, two footed yeah, lunge, lunge is what yeah. I guided. Um, I think you should yeah. have Rocco ahead. No, Rocco was great. No, he wasn't. He really wasn't. He's a liability. I remember someone saying about Rocco, he turned up and he looked like a tough guy. But you, you spoke about this before, but he, basically he was he was not. He was a pussycat. Just because he had all the tattoos and the shaved head, he was, everyone was like, oh, he's a tough guy. But he was uh, that just wasn't his game at all. No, I, I agree. Uh, the thing is, we, 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 we spent 20 million euros on him, which wasn't a great amount. And um, do you know what I mean? Like, it's not, it wasn't a... Um, yeah, I just don't think we... It wasn't a huge outlay, you know what I mean, uh, for what it was. Bailly was like literally, and spending all that money on Bailly was one of the like, like we had then no money. Marino complained that he had no, he, could, he had no money to spend, right? And it's like we well, spent a lot of this money on this guy. He's he's, he's never playing any shit. So, it's like, so yeah, uh, um, yeah, I like Rocco. <laughs> he had a good pass in him. He's, he's the kind of... He, look, when a defender wants to pull out a Rabona in his own box, it's like, yeah, now we're talking. You know what I mean? I, you know me, I like a bit of fantasy in the game of football. And Rocco did provide that. Unfortunately, we're from, from centre-half. Um, go on, Lee. Um, I, I was torn here. Um, I feel like the obvious answer, someone's kind of in the ilk of Harry Maguire, is our own Michael mm. Keane. Uh, and we spent quite a bit of money on him. And at the time, I was like, why have we spent all this money on Keane when we could have got Harry Maguire? But I think in hindsight now, evil probably wouldn't have made a difference. How much? Uh, 25, I think it was, for, for Michael Keane. Is that an Everton 25? It's, it's, it's an Everton 25, Because right? I, I, I swear it's north of that. No. It's definitely north of 30. I will look up the... I'll look, I'll look, Mikey, look up you can go have a look at Transfer Market and tell us what it is. Um, but I actually plumped for a freebie again, um, just because... I think with Michael Keane, I'll give him the benefit of doubt, uh, or you give him some leeway because he scored that cracker last season against Spurs, which probably went some way to helping to stay up. Um, I've gone for Alcaraz. Um, Roberto Martinez decided to um, bring him with um, when he came from Wigan. 
Um, and he was fucking awful. Yeah, he was bad. Really, really awful. He looked way out of his depth. I don't know why we played him. Um, he didn't actually play that much in his first season, which is the season, obviously, we've done really well with Roberto Martinez, so we finished fifth with our highest amount of points. But then he actually featured quite a bit in the second season, which was when, obviously, coincidentally, we didn't do so well under Roberto Martinez. Um, and we did reach the quarterfinals of the Europa League, only to be absolutely... Um, Smashed to pieces by Dinamo Kiev and um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Yarmolenko. Uh, and he very much Alcaraz was at fault for nearly all the goals. He was just all at sea. Um, but he was just, he, he, again, he was just a liability. <laughs> he was fucking awful and he's just way out of his depth. Um, but I feel like if I wanted to make more of a case for an Everton player, probably Michael Keane would be the better one. Mate, I remember Alcatraz, mate. He was fucking... He was shite. He was shite. He really was Do you remember shite. the amount of times we um, would watch Everton? I'd yeah. be like, oh, I, can't, I can't watch it. I can't watch it. <laughs> he was awful. Um, I like Michael Caine. It was £25 million. Is that what you yeah, say? Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah Elite so, yeah, £25 million. million. Elite £25 million. Elite £25 million. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go on, Mr Woods. He's the your, Christmas he's your tree. It's almost that time of year. Winston Bogard. <laughs> a... Free transfer who cost £40,000 a week for four years and almost dragged the club out of existence. Um, 11 games he played for the club. Uh, they asked him to leave and he politely told them to fuck off because I'm taking my £40,000 a week, which is his money. As he said, when I signed the contract, that money is mine. Um, he would then go to train with the reserves and the youth team. He'd always turn up to work on time, though. Always there, uh, but yeah, uh, Winston Bogard, who is quite a a famous story, I think, when it comes to free transfers. I think forty thousand pounds a week at the time. It's, that would um, it's 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 <laughs> it's two million a year. Yeah, like it's he's he would have been on one of the highest earners at the club for sure, and would have been in the top ten percent of earners probably in the league comfortably. I think, and th- this this is a guy that I think had played for Ajax. Barcelona and I think Milan and I think that it was well known at that point that he was on the decline he was signed by Luca Viali I believe and Viali would then get sacked and that's when uh, Claudio Ranieri turned up and he was like not this fucking guy I don't want him and (laughs) Bogart was like well I'm not going anywhere so uh, I'm just going to be here if you need me uh, the Christmas tree. <laughs> Eight million the... quid. Eight million quid. Go are you? I should explain the Christmas tree uh, name is. Um... Have I told you this before? I, th- th- I, I don't know. Dutch, I'm interested. Dutch people told me this. He was. It's actually a Dutch nickname that he's got, and it's because he wears a lot of jewelry. So because he wears so much jewelry, it's like uh, uh, mm-hmm. he's like a Christmas tree, right? And that's where that comes from. So it's a Dutch nickname that I was told by. Wait, Dutch he's got enough money, hasn't he, to to buy all the jewelry? Well, this is it. Right? He's just wearing all of his money. Um, so that that's that's who I had in here because I felt that he had to be on here. Mm. Who are we going with? I'm swayed towards Bogard just because of you know the the, the famous the infamousness of it. Of it all, yeah. It's him or, or um, Pierre Coldrop. It's it's Bogard or, or Coldrop. I think I think we'll go Bogard. I'm happy to go Bogard. I mean, uh, I like, I like, quite I like an Coldrop is just yeah, like, yeah, he was a shit. Like but I think we managed to recoup some money for him, so he, he didn't yeah, cost like, us like eight Bogard. million pound over four years. Right, we've got six positions and we're ten minutes over, so let, let, let's let's motor on. All right, and um, we, by the way, we're doing four three three. Is that's what I heard, right? That's yes, correct. Yeah. Yes. 
Right, we're looking for three midfield spots, right? Um, so I think what we should do is we should all say like one each, and then we'll then we'll decide on the three. How's that? Okay. All right. Um, I will go first because obviously I'm going to say Paul Pogba, because um, he cost us. Uh, we let him go on a free. He, we then paid that we paid 105 million euros for him, <laughs> and then released him on a free again. And uh, in that time for us. He was um, the the a a a oh my god he was just on his first game for us I never it was, it, we were playing against a Claret and Blue team West Ham Villa I think it was Villa and I was like my god look at him this oh. Le- Leeds just disappeared now he's just gone he wasn't interested anymore um, when we got Paul Pogba in I was like this guy's the future this guy this, this guy is this guy's the king you know what I mean and um, he he you know he looks incredible. And uh, yes, he was not. Uh, he was not incredible. People will tell me, yourself included, Mister Woods, that we let him down. I, I don't subscribe to that theory. I think he let himself down by just basically being shit. Yeah, I, look, I can hear hear that. I, I guess Pogba, the idea has always been better than Pogba, the player. I, I kind of think that he had some purple moments for France, did he, at the World Cup? And I think that's kind of installed in our, my memory a bit more. I'm like, well, there's a player there, but um, when you're supposed to be a world-class player, you, you should be able to be world-class, uh, sort of, or at least better than what you put out there, as Pogba did, um, irrespective of the kind of environment that you're in. You should still be able to show your class above, and too often he'd just go absent. Always as well. Amazingly lack, uh, lackadaisical on the ball. That always yeah, shocks me. Yeah, this is me. it. Like, he, he constantly would just hold on to it and shield it for a bit and do a couple of ball rolls for, for, for no reason instead of releasing it quickly. Like Pogba was a man where attacks go to die. Uh, transition wasn't a thing with that guy. And it's, the thing that made it more frustrating is that he had, a lot of, he had so much ability. He yeah. could play, he could pass the ball, he could shoot, he could run, he could dribble, he had skills. He had it, he had, he had it all. Literally all. But, but... He just, but he couldn't apply it. He just couldn't apply it upstairs. And that's the... Um, for me, like he, because of the money we wasted on him, um, the, he has to be like for me. He's the he's the he's head and shoulders above it in, in terms of man. Yeah, no, anyway. I can I can understand um, that for sure. Um, I I don't know how we're going to do this because we're waiting for Lee. I to think Lee is going to try and come. He's back. He's going to try and um, come back. Uh, yeah. Do you want to go through your other two and then I'll give you my three? Well, we we'll, need Lee to hear them. So. Well, we'll, we'll we'll brief him when he gets back in. Um, Should we just pause it and then start again when he comes let's back? Let's do that. Let's do that. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. Um, we are back. We are back. We are. We are. We are back with Mister Collard in the house. How are you, Lee? How was your excursion away from us? Uh, really, really good. I thought. I thought you Excellent. were just going straight into your Pogba chat. Yeah. Well, no. So yeah, I just said Pogba, right? Uh, um, I explained it. 105 million euros. Uh, we, we, you know, and the fact he played for us anyway, and we spent 105 million players on, uh, million euros on a player that we that that we already had. Um, Fergie left him because he had he didn't like his didn't like his mentality. Yeah, it says it says everything that you need to know about Paul Pogba. All of the ability, none of the application. 
And the reason why he's in there for me is that he is just the, one of the most frustrating footballers I've ever, ever seen. And um, yeah, so he's there for me. Mr. Woods, you go ahead. Give us a midfielder. Um, tomorrow, back of Yoko. Uh, Ooh, yeah, he was. Is it the Watford <laughs> game? Was, was it the Watford game where yes, he was awful? The, the worst, the single worst performance I've ever seen from a Chelsea player against Watford, mm. um, which ended with him being sent off, I believe, before half time. Um, and we saw Kai Havertz debut, Lee. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> we did, didn't we? Oh, <laughs> was that the the, the the Brighton game where he was spraying yeah, balls? Holy, level. We, holy shit! Yeah, uh, that that was quite I'm, something. I'm to so glad say. that he's left Chelsea now because now you can talk about that game properly. Because you've always <laughs> kind of been a bit protective. Oh no, it was all right. I was just getting used to the league. No, he was he was comedy, is what he was. Yeah, yeah I, anyway. it, it, Kai, Kai, Kai somehow actually did make my list. I, I'm not too sure how. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, probably because we did sell him for sixty sixty five million pounds somehow to wow. to Arsenal. Um, but Bakayoko came in. He was. Feud has been sort of Pogba light in a way. He was going to be kind of like a guy again um, who could take over a game with his physicality, move the ball, uh, progress it forward with his dribbling ability. But he had none of that. Um, <laughs> and ult- ultimately, um, Chelsea spent the next three, four years loaning him out, begging teams to pay for him. Um, and I, I think ultimately he's been released. So a £40 million loss. Um, never got close to, I think, what we expected. The, the mad thing as well is that that was from that really good Monaco team. There's a lot of good players in that, right? Yeah. Fabinho. Um, Bernardo Silva. Bernardo Silva, obviously Mbappe. Uh, the left back was pretty good before him being a complete dirtbag scumbag. Um, but Chelsea took back Ioko. Who's the left back? Not very good. That Benjamin Mendy played left back. From oh, there. yes. I, I think Sidibe played as well. Sidibe played right back as well. He yeah. came to Everton. So we, we got the short straw, yeah. both Everton and... Yeah. Although I'd argue maybe Chelsea more because you did pay a lot of money. Okay. We did pay a lot of money for that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is right, it me um, next? It's you next. Um, I promise you this is probably the last one I'm going proper down memory lane. Um, this is uh, Alex Niarko. Now, do you know the story <laughs> with this guy? So... <laughs> So I think we signed him way right at the back end of the 90s or maybe it was 2000 season. He cost us four and a half million, which again for Everton back then, lot of money, which, you know, basically he needs to be mustard and he was the opposite of mustard. He was uh, one of the most laid back sort of centre midfielders, especially more of the defensive kind. Um, That's what you want in the engine room yeah. in the mid 90s Premier League, isn't it? A laid back centre midfielder. To the point where basically towards the, the back end of the season where there was the famous moment where the Everton fan ran on the pitch and offered to swap jerseys because of his perceived laid-backness and lack of effort. Um, he was that bad that he he demanded to be substituted straight away, said that he would never play for the club again. Um, he actually said he was going to retire, but I think he maybe his English wasn't as strong but he was meant to uh, say that he was not going to play for Everton again. Actually, he ended up doing, playing for Everton again after several loans. Um, but yeah, just ma- mainly I think I chucked him in because it was a relatively hefty feedback then and the fact that he, a fan had to confront him for his lack of effort <laughs> and offer to take his jersey off him, you know, probably said it all. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I've never heard of this guy. No, uh, I, I know the name. Four and a half, half million story. pounds is, is, like you say, a lot of money. I like it. Um, 
uh, my turn. We're going to go for uh, <laughs> Donny van der Beek. Um, or as I like to call him, the ghost of Old Trafford. Um, <laughs> and which is 39 million euros for an invisible man. Yeah. Oh, mate. Uh, the, the, but the most damning part about him is, is that we, we brought in the manager that used to play it, that, that, that unlocked him. And he doesn't get a game for him. Doesn't get a game for, 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 for the manager that he played so often for in another team. Like, what's happened to this guy? Whenever I see him, he looks like he's being haunted. <laughs> he must... I, I wonder if there are regrets in his mind a lot about kind of the decision. I, I think I remember us talking about it at the time and it was a bit like, I'm not sure about the fit with Bruno um, because I think that he, he'd like to play that, that situation. Obviously, Bruno's a superior footballer, right? That's, that's simple and plain to see. And I think that was always going to be the case. And... Um, I say give him a go. This is the thing. One of the biggest annoyances with Donny van der Beek is that Bruno Fernandes, statistically, there was a point where he'd played more games than anyone in Europe. Like, yeah. rest the fucking guy. He looks shanked. Like, we've got a guy here that supposedly can play his position as well. We spent a lot of money on him. Fucking play the guy and see what he can do. But he gets yeah. cameo appearances here and there and that's it. And that's like, yeah, he might, there must be something else to it. Um there must be something he else did, to he it, did, yeah, he's... He did end up on loan at Everton at one point. And oh, he did? He, that happened. He did get injured after it? a while. But yeah, he's kind of, when you talk about a ghost, that's what he does. He just goes through games. Unique. He doesn't really do too much, which is actually going to be the words I've got for a, a, a Dutch compatriot of his on probably my <laughs> next one. So, um, yeah, he doesn't really... I, I would say that at Ajax, I, I think that he played in a very good Ajax team, which facilitated him. Mm. I only remember him yeah. scoring goals. Um, I don't remember him doing too much else, and, which is obviously an important part of the game. But I just think when you've got Frankie de Jong as your partner in mm, midfield, he can probably perhaps. make you look a little bit better than maybe what you are. Thanks, Ollie. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Woods, do you want to give us a centre midfielder? Uh, <laughs> uh, Chelsea needed to get uh, their homegrown quota up. Um, in, I think this is the same summer that we bought Zappa Costa. What a fucking window this is. Um, uh, and instead of looking within at the academy and going, hey, this Ruben Loftus-Cheek looks like a talented kid. You know, physically imposing. He's, cut, he's playing really well for the future. No, 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 no. Let's go, let's go and sign a midfielder. I've got an idea here, right? Because we've got N'Golo Kante in midfield. And I remember he had a partner in his, his league-winning season at Leicester. Let's, let's go and buy Danny Drinkwater for £35 million. I, I I remember at the time because I'm pretty sure we would have been in a group chat at this point and when when the story's leaked I'm almost almost certain it must have been Lee Messi I was like there's no way this can be true I'm just not there's no way Chelsea are going to pay over £30 million for Danny Drinkwater there's no way that Chelsea are signing him and when it happened it was like what on earth is going on like at no point in his career has he ever looked like the quality that's required to play Top four football, right? Not even close to it. I know he won a league title. We all know about that wonderful, magical season. But thirty-five million pounds on Danny Drinkwater? Yeah, uh, I, I don't think I need to to expand on that. That's that's one of, if not the worst transfer of all time, at least in the Premier League. I'm pretty sure me and Mikey were giggling away when that signing was going through. Again, oh, oh, this is going to be fun. The decline of Chelsea. Well, here it is. What was it? Drinky. That's what we called him, didn't we? Drinky. Drinky. Oh, drinky. Yeah. Oh, drinky. It's just perplexing. 
They spent £35 million on him. What can they quote on him? I've seen, I saw him play, actually, for, um, for Chelsea against Everton. No, he was spraying balls around, but he looked really good. Really good. I mean, paid, well, he, paid, go. like, he pinged like a 60, 70 yard ball right in front of him. I was like, oh, he's actually all right, actually. Oh, drinky. Drinky, mate. He's got something about him. <laughs> yeah. Go on, Lee. Um, so I talked about the Dutch compatriot denied to Van der Beek. Um, Davy Klaassen. Um, I think this was obviously during our infamous window where we decided to sign a million midfielders. Um, we spent £25 million on this guy. Uh, I think he played 12 times. And for those 12 appearances, I generally don't... You talk about a ghost. He looks like a ghost. He's so bloody white. Um but yeah, he's, he's just awful. Just shit. I, I generally still to this day, I don't know what 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 he what he does. I know he's relatively had a decent career after Everton. It could be just the Everton effect on him, you know. I think he actually did come out and say that as a result of when he first he was used to obviously being at Ajax and the ball being on the ground, and he came to Everton and suddenly it was just <laughs> flying over his head, and he was just like, "I'm not used to this." But it's like, well, welcome to the Premier League, mate. But he's basically his that. attributes. Welcome to the Premier League. Don't label the whole Premier League with that football, mate. <laughs> but the, no, but the thing is, I remember when you signed him because it was one of those. It was an exciting summer for Everton. It was. The man had no. He had no control. Touch. There's very no pace. No like, pace. No, no pace. pace. Like wasn't wasn't didn't look technically gifted. Didn't look he just didn't look like he had anything about him. He just looked like a real average footballer. There was nothing about him when he was on the ball where he like, oh yeah, I can see it, I can see something there. There was nothing, just zero. And it was like, oh, he's just a a, a, a very pale bald man. <laughs> was that a Marcel Brand signing? No. I think it was no, just before him. Because this was under Ronald Koeman, which is and he couldn't even get a game for like you know he's you know Dutch compatriot in in Ronald himself, and then Ronald left, and then he had um, David Unsworth, and then Big Sam, and he obviously definitely didn't get a look in under those two. (laughs) Big Sam wouldn't be. Big Sam obviously was definitely lumping the ball up top. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's not how we do. We're not going to play on the ground here, mate. None of your Dutch total football here. I'll show you total football. He, Tippy tappy nonsense. He was gubbins. Although he had a quite a good World Cup, didn't he? Yeah. He scored a few goals, but definitely didn't oh. see that Everton. Don't think he scored at all. Right, we've got one more each, Jim. Yeah? I'm yeah. stuck, by the way. I can't I have no idea who I'm voting for who who I think I want to go Um pulling out drinky has completely bamboozled yeah. me. Um <laughs> My last one, look, there's a few I could have said here. I could have said the likes of Morgan Schneiderlin, but we made we got money back for him. Um, oh, hello, hello for me then. You know where <laughs> I'm going next. Um, <laughs> um, obviously, I'm never going to say the pastor Fred because uh, whilst we spent a lot you of money You spent 50 million pounds on him, man. Yeah, and uh, look where we are with that. <laughs> 50 million pounds. Your absence, can I, your absence is only felt well, you know, your value is only felt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, only yeah. felt. Right. Your absence is only missed. Whatever the, your value yes, is only missed when your absence is no longer felt. Right, something like that. Something yes. like that. Yeah. There's my man Fred. Um, no, I am going to go for Marouane Fellaini. Um, we uh, was the story that we could have saved some money here. You've said it a number of times. Yeah, you could have. Um, how much did you end up paying for him? I think you could have gotten for like twenty five, and you end up paying. We we spent I got euros mate thirty two point four million euros we spent on him yeah you could have had him for like twenty or something twenty twenty five yeah. and you end up paying another five ten million on top 
the the symbol of everything, the decline of Manchester United, when he's your marquee signing as as Moyes, um, at the price fine, and he scored some important goals for us to be fair, but he is the symbol, the symbol of everything that that we just didn't want to be, and the fact that obviously after Moyes, um, you know he was still around in the Mourinho days, and it's like. And Mourinho obviously fucking loved the guy, you know, oh, 10 minutes to go, let's get fucking big Marilyn on, let's, you know, classic Mourinho ball, isn't it? And it's just like, oh God, it was just like, he's all elbows, that, that, that gif of him running it out of play will always live on. And it's just like, what is the, what the, we, I went from Paul Scholes to Marilyn Fellaini in midfield and it's like, what, what's happened here? What's happened to my life? So yeah, it's the symbol of it more than the, the price, I think. But um, yeah, I, I'm going to go with, with big Marouane Fellaini, who, by the way, has left his, his, ta- his club in China as a club legend. Have you seen the reception he got when he left? Yeah, I think I've seen something to do with this, yeah. Mate, they fucking, li- they praise him that like, as, as like some kind of Jesus well, he's character. He's been there for quite a long time now as well. He's been there five years, right? And honestly, like the fucking, the reception he got when he, on his final game and stuff for leaving because his contract expired. Man's like the biggest star in football over there. Like they love him. It's incredible. Well done to him. Maybe he found his level. I mean, for Everton, you know, he was, he was a very, very he's useful asset. Never a Man United player in a million years. No. New. I'll go. I'll go, go next then. Actually, if you don't mind, just because obviously you mentioned my guy, and there is a kind of sort of link between Fellaini. So obviously, when Fellaini left for Man United, um, I, I laughed because obviously the transfer fee and he having to pay more, and then watching him just you know kind of run around with his elbows out, just not looking like a Man United player. So I was laughing hysterically at Michael's despair, only to then us for to sign Morgan Schneiderlin. Um, when he was at Southampton, so prior to Man United, the guy looked quite decent, didn't he? He could spray a ball around. Yeah. I don't want too sure what he was like at United, but when he came to Everton, I've never seen a guy that just played the ultimate safety game of five-yard sideway pass. Crab football, basically. He is literally, or I think he was a, a barbershop footballer, you know, short back and sides, as in literally, I think it was short, back and to the side. That was that was him <laughs> in, in a nutshell. Um never heard that in my life that's brilliant <laughs> that's, that's, that's Morgan Schneiderlin for you um, yeah basically in a nutshell he's just, just we talk about David Klaassen being an average footballer so, so was Morgan Schneiderlin um, and he very much struggled to cope shall we say with the uh, you know when the Goodison crowd gets on your back he, 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 he wilted mate he wilted like a mm. sunflower in, in the hot burning sun as you know, no, a sunflower wouldn't. We would probably enjoy the sun. A, a, a rose or some, an, another flower that wouldn't cope very well. So yeah, Morgan Schneider in mind. Go onwards. Uh, one Sebastian Veron. <laughs> hey, yeah. I, hey I, was surprised he, I, I was surprised he didn't come up for you because he was a. Uh, well, he, he was a close to a world record. He was a league record fee when he joined for Manchester United. We but Chelsea, ex- we, we we made good money out of him for you from you. So I know, we, we I paid like... fifteen million pounds having watched him flounder in the Premier League. I um, was big. I I liked Veron. Go look, go look back how he actually did. He wasn't as bad as okay. people say. So, so what you're going to do is you're going to watch a YouTube highlight video. Right, and tell me that he was actually better. That, 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 that is the danger here. That is the danger here. He played 15 games for Chelsea, um, with only seven of them, seven of them uh, happening in the Premier League. He was convinced to join Chelsea by um, Ranieri and, uh, and Abramovich. 
He scored on his debut against Liverpool. I remember it. It was in the uh, the white kit with the the blue and uh, black stripes on the front. Lovely kit. Um, and then Jose arrived, and he was always going to be the least Jose Mourinho player imaginable. With his, I, I guess, um, Veron would play at his own tempo. Right. That's that's the best way to describe him. It's just the case of paying fifteen million pounds for a player that had already shown that wasn't best suited to the Premier League is inexplicably I, 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 I'm, stupid. I'm, I'm hearing this. I'm hearing this, right? Right. Give me a case some stats here, right? Man, in his opening season for United, 2001-2002, he played 40 games, five goals, right? Fine. Didn't win anything that year. Fine. Next season, played 42 games, integral, you might say, integral to our team, and we won the fucking league. What's the problem? Six goals? Lovely. Like, it, he literally played in all the games, and, and, and we won the league. Like, what's, what's the problem? He did a uh, Zidane 360 pass assist against Everton. In a pre- in a, and it was a and glorious he, ball. Mate, he was fucking... He wasn't as bad as people said. Oh, he was bad at Chelsea, though. It was, it was bad at Chelsea. Though. And this is, was his Chelsea signings. <laughs> I, I, I'm intrigued as to where you're playing a certain Scandinavian, Lee. Is he going to feature in your front three? Scandinavian? I, I'm guessing Iceland would feature. Okay, yeah, yeah, I've decided I, he hasn't made it. But... He he Pardon? He, he, he is <laughs> you, he's no, wiped no, 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 Don't you to be fair, me. Well, he was never to 40 million, right? So uh, <laughs> a lot of money, a, a, a very lot of money, again, in that same window um, with Davy Class and etc. But he actually done some things for us. He didn't score a free kick, you know, which is one of the is signings. Is he your record signing still? Probably. Yeah. And he he played a, he played quite a lot of games. It's only because obviously he's... Uh... He was playing games somewhere. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all I'm going to say is that uh, he's not as bad, I think, as Schneider. I mean, I really, really hate Schneider and Klaassen. Well, Klaassen I didn't hate. It's just like... I, I hate Schneidley for his football, but I'll, I'll give I'll give, I'll give give someone a pass for their, for their off-field team. Discretion's going on here. Well, we, it was never proven, was it? Never guilty. Well, no. And this isn't no, a Greenwood situation true. either. You know, generally, like I don't think there's ever think ever happened. The fact that we've never heard of him again. <laughs> it's like he fell down a hole. Like it's, he's been erased from let, like football. Let, eh? Let's be realistic. Even if he was a footballer, we we wouldn't have sold him for. We wouldn't have made any profit on him. You know, he would have left on a free at some yeah. point. Um, he scored a wonderful goal against Leicester. Which is more than what Schneiderlin and David Clarkson have done. So he left Madison in the dirt. Right? Oh, mate, completely left Madison in the dirt. Little, little turn, wasn't it? See you later, son. Romanticizing about him now. <laughs> Would you hear this? I, I am hearing romanticizing about this. Scored from the halfway line as well in, in Europe. <laughs> I. That, Off I the field. I mean, don't get me wrong. He wasn't a very good forty million pound signing. But for I mean my midfield comprises of like I said Klaassen and Schneider and that fifty million. They're both shit. One's a barbershop footballer, mate. One is a barbershop footballer. That is true. Oh, we're going to have to compile this 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 free then, right? I'm assuming that Mikey, you're going to basically be unbudgeable about. Paul Pogba, right? Um, I feel I feel like Pogba kind of has to be in there, if I'm honest with you, just because of the, the like again when I talk about symbol of Man United's decline, 
Paul Pogba is massively in there, right? Like the the allowing Man United to become joke club FC. You know, it, it, Paul Pogba does kind of. Won't say that at the time, though, were you? Like, oh yeah, we're going to win the league now. Well, I thought he was going to be good, and he was fucking shite. Um, I feel like out of my players, Pogba is the one. Yeah, I, look, I, I think that we all will agree that drink water. Drinky's definitely yeah, going in. Dr- Drinky's in there, yes. Um, which then leaves us with uh, a final spot. Now, do we feel that we want to put an Everton player in there? To make it fair. Who, who are your three again? Schneiderlin, Klaassen. And Niarko. I ain't having the oh, man, the Arco story was quite good though. <laughs> it was, it was, was pretty like, good. It was pretty good. Um, so if I put Guilty in, would he be, uh, would he have made it then? I g- g- guilty Sigurdsson. <laughs> uh, he probably would have made it, mate, given given the the circumstances surrounding. I think Schneiderlin is a good shout because he featured for both Man United and Everton and was appalling silence for both. He was awful for us. He was awful. But I do feel like the Bakayoko signing was worse. Bakayoko was, was bad. pretty yeah, fucking bad. bad. Well. I mean, that, well, I still, that it's, it's, it's Bakayoko versus Schneiderlin, isn't it? I'm, 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 I'm happy with it if it wants to go down the Bakayoko route because he was awful. I, I feel it's Bakayoko because you, you, <laughs> you, you, you were literally whoring that guy out to Europe and no one would take no, him because of no how shit he was. Yeah. You know, like literally this guy was just, you bought, you, you were sold a lemon like a massive lemon and you said it yourself it was the worst performance in the history of a Chelsea shirt yeah mm-hmm. uh, that that is true uh, Bakioko drink water and, and Pogba as a, a midfield free of, of destiny that's horrible isn't it horrible right let's get these forward lines licked right we'll, look, my ones we'll go right wing first Anthony yes yes, yes. 95 uh, million yeah. euros I ain't got to say anything else about the guy. He, Said it from the very outset. Yeah, you did, and you were right. I, 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 my faith lasted a year, and then now it's, it's no more faith. Okay. We talk about YouTube compilations. That that guy is perfect for that. And then actually watching him. The, 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 the fact is with him is that uh, the manager Ten Hag knows he isn't worth what they paid. Manchester United know that he isn't worth what you paid. Ajax damn sure know. He's not worth what you paid. Because ultimately, the, the reason United had to panic in paying the, the insane inflated figures because Ajax were like, no, we're done selling players. And United had to offer something that genuinely we've got an offer that you cannot refuse. That's why I know why I just didn't wait. Yeah. Just wait. Like we were Sancho. Oh. Okay. Uh, we're not going to get this done now. Um, it's fine. We'll, we'll yeah, go with fine. what we got. It's not like he was integral last season. We didn't do anything. So what's the but point? Th- this is like, it. So- I, 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 I find it baffling that they panicked into paying that given the it's other players at the... no. it's, Man, it's Man United we're idiots it right um, uh, go, go on Lee give us a right winger um, Alex Awobi <laughs> you know obviously oh. I mean last season he had... and Everton 60 million yeah, right was, yeah I mean oh, what, he wasn't cheap was he yeah I mean uh, he was 30, 30, 30 35 35 to 40 depending on where you take your, your transfers from or whatever but um yeah, I mean, he had a bit of a redemption. I he's had moments that he's been all Yeah, he had a re- bit of a redemption season last year because he, he worked hard. He ran around hard and he was put in centre yeah, midfield. Yeah, as, a, as a, a box-to-box midfielder, Alex Awobi, it was bizarre. Yeah, it was very bizarre. But if you actually take him from when we signed him and what he was actually meant to do, which was score goals and make make goals, he did neither. Um, I think he actually scored in his debut and then 
didn't do anything else for a long time. Just really, really bad. And bear in mind that we were strongly linked with Zaha, who I'd have obviously loved. And then we ended up with a Wobi. It's just like no. And mm. Mikey, you, you obviously well, you were living with me at the time. The amount of times that we watched Everton and fucking a Wobi, and I'd be screaming at him, and he'd be just fucking awful, just just bumbly. I mean, we knew that we knew this was going to happen from when these days at Arsenal, right? And it just kind of transitioned. It was never. It was, was never turning around, was he? He was never going to all of a sudden find some magic at Everton. Exactly, and with yeah. the players around him as well. It's not like he's suddenly yeah, going to start exactly. shining. So yeah, it, Alex Wobi for me. Um, I mean, I had a couple of shouts in McGeady and Walcott. But um, yeah, I plumped for for Wobi. Fair. My other shout for right wing for me was uh, Di Maria, cool. but we made quite a lot of money back on him, so that's why I didn't, you know, didn't necessarily uh, go for. Scored a lovely goal uh, as well, didn't he? But then that was yeah. the one you lost against Leicester in a game. <laughs> we lost, lost game, yeah. Yeah. Um, Mr. Wood's gone. Uh, so originally I did have three strikers in because they were quite clear the three, but I I, I will put a right winger in. Um, Sean Wright Phillips. Chelsea paid twenty one million pounds for Sean Wright Phillips back in two thousand and five. I've got no idea what that would be adjusted for footballing and inflation at this point, but it was a dumb, insane amount of money at the time. Um, he really didn't play too frequently. Oh, Wikipedia is telling me that he played twenty seven games a season. I can tell you now he didn't. Right? Because um, I got no fucking memory of this guy. Uh, I remember him struggling really badly in his first year because it was the first year that we were at university, I think, together. And I remember kind of like it when he did feature, he looked like a player that um, didn't fit, right? You could see that there was kind of the pressure, again, of expectation upon him that he didn't look comfortable. He, whenever he ran with the ball, it always looked like it was getting away from him, right? I don't know if you guys remember watching <laughs> yeah. him run with it. It's, it's kind of like it, yeah. it's like trying to chase after it. Um, it was really weird to watch. Um does he do that annoying thing as well, where he rolls his sleeves up and? Yeah, uh, over. Like, yeah. So he looks like a basically a toddler chasing up. Like if you roll a ball, kind of like, and it's like kind of bumbling after it. It's really strange, but um, Chelsea would ultimately end up selling him back to Man City. And it's funny actually because he went back to Man City just before they became uber rich again. So he kind of left Chelsea because he wanted playing time. <laughs> to Man City, he's like, great, I'm back. They then get billions of pounds and go mad in the transfer window at the end of the window and all of a sudden he's out of favour again quite sad I guess in a way for him but um, I, I, Sean Wright Phillips would be my obvious selection for Chelsea but I I, I kind of feel that it's, it's difficult to look beyond Anthony at this point it's Anthony guys it's Anthony let's move on mm-hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> um, left left side uh, I, I only have one for this it, it's, it's I've got Jaden Sancho 85 million euros <sighs> Um, and uh, the 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 lemon of all lemons there as well. Just uh, uh, never offered anything. No pace. No ability. No work rate. No mentality. No tricks. No skills. No finishing. No passing. No control. No first touch. No technique. No power. Nothing. Literally nothing. He offers nothing. And uh, and and uh, and he gets paid currently three hundred and fifty grand a week to go and play FIFA. It's a lot of dollar. It is a lot. Uh, I, I was so sure he was going to be a I remember this, which you were, you were sure. <laughs> so G- sure. Generational talent was the word I really, I'm times. really surprised at how badly it's all kind of kind of gone. Um, it's kind of sad in a way, but obviously it's sad that he can't <laughs> I, get out of his own way, I, right? I'm, that's, I'm, that's, not, I, I'm not sad for him at all. No, sure. I mean, he, you probably feel 
personally quite frustrated by the fact that he earns £350,000 a week while uh, failing to apologise to the manager for something that was just easy. This whole thing was easily avoidable if he just didn't send a, a tweet or whatever it was, an Instagram post. Just don't, don't do it. And it's kind of like, take it on the chin, come into work and prove him wrong. No, no, that's not what we're going to do here. No, because he's, because he's, because he is who he is. Um, Lee? Um, Shandy Andy. Got an appropriate nickname. Andy van der Meder. Um, <laughs> now, obviously, Everton, we're not going to be competing with, you know, the fees that you your, your boys are paying for, um, or your teams are paying for, for your players. But, 2.5 million, right? So not not a great deal of money, but the fact is, he's called Shandy Andy for a reason. So he's one of the most <laughs> unprofessional footballers I think that's probably been at the club. Um, I also liked a little bit of the marching powder as well, apparently. So um, <laughs> yeah, uh, basically, he had two moments in his Everton career. Career, basically, I think he 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 elbowed Shabby Alonso in the in the derby. And then also in the derby, in another game, he scored the, you know, sorry, he assisted the, the Dan Goslin goal, um, which knocked Liverpool out of the cup. But no one got to see it because ITV cut straight to the adverts. That's the ITV cut away, um, yeah. Okay. But yeah, just basically for his unprofessionalism, I think he was at the club for three years and barely played and basically just partied in Liverpool. Regularly seen out on the, out on the, on the booze. Um, bit of a sad story, I guess, in some ways, because I think he was diagnosed as an alcoholic, but... Um, at the same time, he was at the peak of his career as well when we signed him. I think he was like 26 years old and it was almost like a bit of a coup, like, oh, 2.5 million coming from Inter Milan, in, you know, Dutch international. But yeah, awful. I like that one a lot, actually. Um, what's... Yeah, Andy van der Meijer was a good play. He came through sort of that crop with um, van der Vaart and probably around the time that Zlatan was coming through, through, through with Ajax at that time. Mm. Um, but I remember him having his off-field... Uh, issues, let's say. Cheated um, on his wife as well. Yeah, not a, not, not the, the best person. Um, I, I struggled in this one, but I've got Yuri Zhirkov. Um, £18 million. Still hoping that Mudrick comes good, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, this will be your Havertz moment in a couple of seasons, mate. Well, I say a couple <laughs> of seasons on an eight, nine-year contract, ain't he? So maybe not. But yeah, he's, he's got time Maybe still. Arsenal coming uh, through. He only he only joined in January. Look, he's got at least six months before I can get. Like, yeah, look, I, there's, there's obviously concerns there with 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 Mudrick at the moment. Uh, how he's performing, it doesn't look particularly promising. Um, it's it's really funny. I because I, uh, <laughs> now we're talking about Mudrick, but um, and the player that I've chosen is Russian. Um, also, also. How in the name of all that is fuck did you not go for Cucurella at left back? That's a good question. <laughs> he loves to defend the current hey, players, he's, mate, until they've left. He's, 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 he's been okay, actually, this season. That's why. Um, he's, he's, he's playing for the club is the first thing. Baba Raman played like seven games in, in seven years. Let's like, uh, who, who did you say at right wing? At right wing? That's that's where Sean Wright Phillips is playing. Not not Prince Pooley. Pooley. Yeah. Pooley was all right for a little Pooley, while. Pooley, I would say Pooley was Pooley better won, than Sean Wright Phillips. Pooley won a European Cup, mate. Like, all right, yeah, fair enough. I give you that. Uh, it's it, a fair point. It's like because I'm always shocked when whenever we all well we all do. I, I occasionally like to do a sporkle. 
quiz, right? And I like to do the transfer ones. And I'm always shocked when I come down. I'm like, fucking hell, that's Christian Pulisic. What's he doing here? I can't believe how much we paid for him. It's, it's actually Mate, stupid. The one that always gets me with Chelsea is how much he spent for Mitz uh, Batchway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More expensive than Drogba. Yeah. Uh, from, from the same club, obviously. Um, I felt this way until I heard of uh, Zappa Costa, and I'm like, fucking hell, 28 million. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on, but yeah, like, uh, there's every chance if we came back here, uh, <laughs> uh, maybe Mudrick would go in. I, I, I still think that I, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. It's same with me and Hoyland, to be fair. That's why I haven't put anyone, yeah, I haven't considered uh, anything like that. I, 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 I struggle at left midfield. Jerkoff uh, just... Um, I just don't really remember him. I know he kind of came in. There was also that thing because obviously he's Russian. The owner was Russian. That's why he's here. Um, but I don't really kind of have any real negative thoughts about him or anything like that. He just kind of was always underwhelming. I don't necessarily think he played that position too much either. I think he sort of became a bit of a, a utility player that would fit in here and there. I can't really... I'm now struggling to think of who we've been playing left wing all this time. I think Hazard obviously played there for like the last seven, eight years. And before that, um, we've had kind of a rotation through a couple of players at that point. I think Maluda would have been filling in that position as well. Ah, <laughs> uh, Maluda, the, the scorer of the sixth I look, goal. I, 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 I like Maluda. I, 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 I rate him, so... <laughs> You're the only one that does, I think. Well, you know, go, go ask him about his winner's medals league. <laughs> someone has yeah, to leave, someone, someone has, has to. Um, Sancho or Van der Maiden, then? Sancho. Ah, it should be Sancho. It's I. I can't have the thing. I I I yeah. Sancho's like the modern day footballer, and then Shandy Andy was like you know what he was for. He loved the booze. Sancho just loves the problem is is that Manchester United are paying Jaden Sancho over a million pounds a month to. You know, like yeah, it's it's fucked. But he's been banished now from the club WhatsApp, so, you know, yeah. Get out of here. Get out, you prick. Um, all right, now we're on to strikers. Always the most fun, the fun, the fun this topic here. This is going to be fun, right? Um, uh, there's a few I could have had here, I'll be honest. Uh, but I, I've ended up plumping for... Um, I, I could have had Alexis Sanchez. Okay, I could have really had Alexis Sanchez. Because he was really, really bad. And he was on nearly 500 grand a week, if I remember correctly, <laughs> right? Could have been more than that, actually. He was on a lot of money, right? Um, and he was clearly on the downturn at Arsenal as well. And we still went, you know what, let's throw the absolute... And the piano as well. We threw a piano at him. Um, the, um, but I've, I've actually gone for um, Ice Cold up there. Yeah. Um, 60 million euros we spent on old Ice Cold. And um, it's, just, it's just shit, isn't he? It's just, it's just not, he's just not very Is this good. Tony, yeah? Um, yeah, yeah, just Tony always Rice, injured. Yeah. yeah, never tries. Why is he called Ice Cold? Always injured. Because uh, Ice Cold in front of goal, mate. Come on, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a there was a period again. It's the promise, right? When he when he burst onto the scene, um, not unlike Mika Richards, um, he uh, you know he scored the goal against Liverpool. Martin Tyler had an orgasm. It was, you know, like, hello, this guy looks good, and you know, you 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 you're dreaming of Thierry Henry, aren't you? You know, oh wow, you know, and it's just. It just never looks like he can be asked, really. That's, that's the thing. And, and he's, he's quite happy to sit on the bench and or, or sit on the treatment room. So it's just, yeah, it's just waste. It's just a waste. We've got a lot of money tied up in this guy. And he's just, he just, 
he's not a guy you want with you if you're if you're battling for something. You know what I mean? He's he's never going to win anything because he's he's just got no desire to win anything, no desire to try, no desire to run. And by all accounts, he can't run anymore. That's the thing. He can't actually. He's like Robin, can't oh actually God. sprint because he's um he's he's just he's 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 too crocked. Man United, I'm winning this one. Chelsea have signed a... Since I was a kid, you've been signing strikers for fucking ridiculous fees and they're doing nothing. So um, we'll go to to Lee next. Um, Okay. I I think I settled in the end for for a very recent one. He's actually still on our books, technically. No, Lee. What happened to fucking the the man? The man from South America? Straculersi? Yeah. He he was was in the running, but he didn't didn't, didn't make it. Uh, Several Uh. names here. Um, if you was to go on like uh, Everton forums and whatnot, uh, Brett Angel was one that came up over and over again. Uh, Labelled the donkey's donkey. Um, his second touch was a, a tackle um, and, and, and a like. So yeah, really bad, but I don't, I don't remember him. I think I may have had a poster of him as a kid, but um, yeah, really, really shit by all accounts. James Beattie, Straklersi, Ibrahima Bakayoko from back in the day. Sandra Ramirez, remember that one? You know, that was an absolute steal for five million in... Guy <laughs> literally couldn't run, um, but I, I've settled for Mope because you know, fucking Mope. He scored one goal last year, a very good goal against Man United. But apart from that, I generally don't think he did anything else. Um, we we spoke about obviously him several times, haven't we, on this pod? Whether it be when he was at Brighton and you know killing the XG and whatnot, and he was meant to be uh, the the savior to our striking issues last season, and we. I think we spent fifteen million pounds on him, and that is a genuine fifteen million pound, and that's still a lot of money. Holy fuck! It's a lot of money for a really, really bad player. Um, I don't think I'm going to win this because I think Chelsea have got so many, so we might as well just go to Woods. And I'm I, interested look, to see the, where, you, where you've gone here for your actual number the, one. The, pick. the, re- the reason, the reason I said Zerkov is because I had three strikers up front. Okay, that, that I, I, Zerkov, I was only literally on a list of players I have here, and I had to pull one out because um, I had three forwards as my front three because it is kind of like this triumphant thing in my head of um, failed striking transfers. They, they, there are more that you could think of to Chelsea. However, I have gone with. Um, <laughs> One of, at this point, because this was going to be my front three, Shevchenko, who was a British transfer record at the time, I believe. Um, Bought in at, I think, 31 he was when we signed him. They tried to sign him the year before for like an absolute hilarious amount of money and turn in Crespo. Um, But Milan rejected it. They finally got him in and his legs were shot to pieces by the time he got here. Uh, I, I always say this every time we talk about Shevchenko on here when he signs Chelsea is that it was watching the World Cup with Ukraine and the realisation that this guy was washed. Like, there was no burst to his sprint. And this is the guy that's going to come and try and play in the Premier League. Um, he scored four goals in 30 Premier League games in his first season and five in 17 the second one. So, look, at least he scored goals, right? There wasn't many of them. Um I think he scored 14 in 51 appearances in his first full season at Chelsea and before, I think after the second season, he was shipped out. But crucially as well, Shevchenko, is that in my head, he plays a key part in why Jose Mourinho ends up leaving Chelsea Football Club the first time round, which, you know, that's heartbreaking um, and and, uh, a mistake as well. Uh, The next player I've got on here is uh, Chris Sutton. Yeah, it's a good shout. Chelsea... Chelsea paid £10 million uh, for Chris Sutton from relegated Blackburn Rovers. He scored 
one goal uh, in his 28 <laughs> league games. In his but what a goal, campaign. eh? Uh, does anyone want to guess who he scored against? I, I assume Manchester United. <laughs> Correct. It was in <laughs> yeah. the 5-0 victory at Stamford Bridge. Uh, that was the only goal that he scored before Chelsea shipped him off to Celtic. Now, admittedly, Celtic paid £6 million as well. So it wasn't like a, a an awful did situation. did really well at Celtic. He did. Um, he did up there with... Um, Hartson. Hartson, right, yeah. But look, there's only one player because he's the worst transfer of all time. Um Chelsea paid nigh on hundred million pounds for Romelu Lukaku to come in and fill the striker void that they've been struggling to fill. He turned up. Two months later, he decided to do a sit-down interview with uh, Sky Italia, writing a, a, a love letter to Inter Milan about how he wanted to go back, but not at the end of his career, having been, I believe, 30 years old at this point. Um on fuck knows what salary he was on like 300 plus surely right um and it sort of was the catalyst for the complete collapse of that season because i don't think really chelsea ever got right after that um they, they struggled and strived and somehow backdoored into the champions league because of i think other clubs failings um however chelsea had to let this guy go on loan to inter milan for a steal uh last year uh, just to kind of get him out of the way when, when the takeover happened with Todd Bowley. Um, and this year, they tried to sell him, and they tried to sell him, and they tried to sell him, and no one would buy him. So he's gone on loan again to, this time, Roma, um, where, look, he's scoring goals for Roma, and it's because it's Syria. Uh, and apparently he's having a good time. He's happy out there. Uh, but, you know, we're still not receiving anywhere close to the compensation that Chelsea paid into Milan for. Uh, only two years ago it's a fucking dreadful transfer um, I would put that as the worst transfer in football just purely on the basis that when you pay that much money for a goal scorer and given how rare they are and it goes so badly fucking wrong yeah. awful yeah. You, you was always going to win this one I mean you didn't even say Maratta. No, I know. No, I know Morata could have been easily in there. Because um, he looked fucking awful Mar- when he turned up. Well, it's weird with Morata because he started all right. And I thought, okay, I can I can see this. This guy's got... And then he seemed to just completely collapse. His, his confidence was shot to pieces. He changed his shirt number from nine to, I think, 29 or something like that in his second season. And it screamed of someone that's got no confidence. You know, he, he just didn't have the balls to wear the nine shirt on his back anymore because it was too heavy for him. Um, yeah. Uh, the thing with Morata though, we, we managed to make our money back on him. Like, well, part of the money laundering scheme, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah between us why... and Atletico Madrid. <laughs> this is why I didn't use, I, I didn't say Lukaku for us because we, we made yeah. a decent amount of money back on him and I had a feeling that so, yeah. our best striker um, of all time, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny that he's played for all three of our clubs, and like you say, one of them has as as feasted while he was there. Uh, he he obviously uh, he's your highest Premier League goal scorer. Correct, is he? yeah. I think Dominic yeah. Calvert Lewin is closing in on him slowly, very slowly. Uh, and obviously for United, he, he just become kind of again. He, he turned up, makes a Pogba, 
seem to sort of fall out of Pogba at some point, right? Their, their relationship did. soured at some point, but his second season was really tough because he had no fucking idea what he was doing. No, and it's just the thing is when he when he went United, he just put on so much fucking mass. Yeah, that he was just this big boulder up front, and it's like he never had a touch anyway. And it's just like Jesus Christ, it's, it's just it was just it was just bad. Um, it's just bad, and the fans didn't. The fans never warmed to him. He never warmed to the fans. He never made an effort to get to 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 to, to get to get to get on the fans' side as well. And it's just like he, he kind of uh, there was there was a certain amount of um, um, like respect not earned with him. Yeah. Where I feel like he he it always feels like he gives it the big I am without actually really earning that status. You know what I mean? And it's just like, wait a second, you know, we're not just going to kiss your ass because you're here. You have to actually do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, yeah, he's got a very high opinion of himself. He really and... fucking does, which is why he does dumb stuff like the interview with yeah. Sky Italia at Chelsea because he kind of took for granted that oh look, it's going to be fucking fine. It's like this is a, I, 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 it must, it's, it's perplexing when that happened because you try and quantify it as a fan in your head as to, so why has he done this? And you just can't get to any conclusion. There's mm. no conclusion here. It's, 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 it's just baffling. And it's, it's crazy as well because he obviously, I love Inter, I love Inter, I love Inter, goes play for Inter, they get to the European Cup final. He sits on the bench in the final. He throws a pissy fit, right? So he starts basically saying, I want to go play for Juventus. That leaks out. So now the Inter fans hate him. The Juve fans already fucking hate him because he played for Inter Milan. He's like, oh, fuck, where am I going now? So that's to have beg off to Roma. Like, and again, that all comes from him having such a high opinion of himself. Yeah. Just, uh, he's, he's a waste of everyone's time, really. So yeah. I kind of view it. Um, so the team actually only has uh, one Everton player in Which it. is why, from um, the very outset, I said this should be a Man United, Chelsea worst 11 of signings no but I've enjoyed I've enjoyed the Everton I do feel like there should be somewhere somewhere in here there is room who would you say Lee is your biggest transfer mistake that, or the biggest transfer blunder that Everton have ever made blunder like what, what's the worst transfer in Everton's history I don't know I mean for some reason he, he was on the shortlist but the the Chenk Tosin one when Big Sam was like you know this is the best that money can buy in Europe, and it's like, mm, really? I don't think that's quite the case. Um, uh, it wasn't good. It's not. It's not. It's, it's not. If you just said, if I feel like, look, at the end of the day, like, um, man, like, it's pedo, right? So, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it doesn't really get any worse than that. So, just, just remember, I, I, mate, I, one of your heroes. Falls into this bracket as well. Gives out the sweets. <laughs> Give over. <laughs> Fuck's sake. You know he's at, like he has his own very popular podcast on this network, right? We can't be saying things, right? He's, well, he's we a won't wonderful say his man. name then, will we? Um, he's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful I was man. Trying, I was racking my brain for a minute there, mate. I'm thinking, I don't know these the allegations about David Beckham. I've not heard these. What's going on? He didn't mention this in the documentary. <laughs> Um, I feel like I feel like Sigurdsson could get in instead of uh, old uh, Bakayoko myself but cost more money didn't recoup anything for him and he obviously has a potentially dodgy things going on away from the field shall we say 
Everton's paid fifty million pounds for this guy. I think it was forty-five. An Everton forty-five for sure. <laughs> they paid. They paid the, the, an absolutely obscene amount of money for someone that I, I remember talking about this. A set piece expert, uh, and not too much else. Um, like when you say Everton set piece expert, I can, I can assure you that that did not materialise at Everton. <laughs> Maybe it's some few corners, but definitely not free kicks. Was it Tottenham what? that you bought him from? No, Swansea. Swansea. It was Swansea, wasn't it? Yeah. I do remember Lee used to get quite annoyed at Sigurdsson when, when we watched him play. play for well, often because his corners yeah. didn't make past the first man. I was like, well, this is what we signed you for. <laughs> yeah. um, but the, the team at the moment is Kepper in goal, yeah. Zappa Costa, David Burrows, Winston Bogard, Harry Maguire, uh, Paul Pogba, uh, Daniel Drinkwater, um, and then the back of Yoko. Sigurdsson if you want to put Sigurdsson, Sigurdsson I'm, I'm not Woods here. No, it's not Sigurdsson, Sigurdsson. If you want to put Sigurdsson in, I'm happy for it to go in. The more, the more that I discuss it, you know, can't, you can't live yes. off that Leicester goal forever, can you? Okay. Um, and then right wing Anthony, left wing Sancho, up front Lukaku. See, kind of like a. In FIFA, like, like you could be like, oh, you know, kind of, oh, that's, that's a place. It's, 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 it's baffling. Like Pogba, Pogba, Sancho, Anthony, Lukaku, you'd be like, that's that's a, the makings of a decent team. But like in practice, it's absolute dog shit. Yeah, it's horrible. It's just horrible. Absolutely horrible. Um, I love the David Burrows one as well. I've just got plus 500 grand and Cotty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, incredible. What a bizarre move that was. Very bizarre. Um, Cool, look, Woods had to get up for the gym tomorrow. He's got to pump those, pump those, the iron, got you clanging know, and banging. What makes it even more mental is that uh, that Mike, Mike Walker got rid of a goal scorer for a left back. Yeah, that makes no and sense. And gave cash. <laughs> cash and a goal scorer for a left back. Like, that left back better be Roberto Carlos. <laughs> He'll make the difference. <laughs> but, like, it's kind of like, no, he went and signed a Nazi. <laughs> not, not actually a Nazi, I... Allegedly. Allegedly. Not allegedly, allegedly, but... Jackson will be happy that he made the 11. I, he's, I think Jackson's just found his new favourite player. <laughs> yeah. Go on, Lee. Sing us home. No, that's your thing, mate. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Thank you for our good partners no? at the Sports Social Podcast Network as well. <laughs> we already said thank, thanks th- to them, th- right? Th- 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 we th- 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 said at the beginning, didn't we? Same yeah. thank you. Um, you open with it. You're, you're pro level. Like when when we do our other podcast, which is about professional wrestling, I tend to do that at the end, uh, mainly because I I try and be topical about our intros a little bit. It, I, I don't feel it kind of uh, sounds as professional as you do though. Uh, Lee's a professional guy. The, the old script, eh? <laughs> the old script. Um, we are trying to figure out a better day of the week to do the show because Lee has one club. Um, so uh, yeah, this it may change because we do this show every two weeks now. It may still may change a little bit on the actual day, considering a Monday. So that might mean the show will come out on a Tuesday. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? So um, we'll, we'll let you kind listeners know, and uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thank you for listening. Adios. Arrivederci. Yeah.
Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.